Out here in East Palestine, this is uh, Joe Biden finally showing up more than a year later. And that's the message, real simple. Too little, too late. Joe, too little, too late. The reins over to a senior official in the, in the district attorney's office. Let him or her handle it. Because this is getting ugly and it's getting messy. And my guess is it's not gonna get better. news with resistance chicks we're your hosts leah and michelle it's february 16th 2024 we have a brand new system that we're operating off of today well I, I, i'm loud so you can turn me down okay let's try you on are you number four try again uh, hello hello yeah is that I think, better I, I believe so all right we'll see. i think we got you fixed so we'll the see. camera's a little choppy today mm -hmm. i'm not sure why i'm hoping it'll work itself out mm -hmm. i'm hoping it's not because the system can't handle it it shouldn't be it's it should, a brand new system. It sh exactly. It's better than the old system. The system's not going to crash tonight, though. <laughs> I have a little bit of PTSD. There's literally zero reason for why this would happen to this brand new computer, but I'm still like terrified now. It's like bombs going off. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Bombs going off. Speaking of bombs going off, mm -hmm. in East Palestine a year ago, yeah, February third, twenty twenty three, a train derailed, and yeah. then our governor decided to essentially set off a bomb yeah. by incinerating this mm -hmm. and sending toxic forever chemicals into the lungs of everyone in P East Palestine he and beyond. He did that. He did. And then Biden never went. Never. Now, no one has gone to really help these people except for like regular everyday Trump Americans. Trump immediately showed up. Trump went, right? Mm -hmm. Right away. But nobody, like, nobody in the Biden administration even cares about the people mm -mm. of East Palestine. Well, they knew what would happen if he showed up. Like, they're not stupid. He might get sick and die, or they would get, he would get booed away, or he both. He probably would be booed. And we did, he did get booed. He did. And we've got footage of it. We did. We're here for it. We, we are. But he, he did he go. Might, honestly, he if, did if, go. If, 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 he, if he had gone before and, and, come, and, and come to Ohio with, help i guarantee you they would have received it nobody's gonna nobody's gonna turn away there was the a help way they were so for desperate. him to reach mm. a different part of america than he's used to reaching that's a good point and these were the people that would have voted democrat 50 years ago yeah 40 years ago 30 years ago you know pretty much 
Pennsylvania was blue. You want to know what? Pennsylvania is a, is pretty much a white state. Yeah. You want to know? Besides the cities, Pennsylvania was blue because of unions. Mm-hmm. Caucasian unions. Yeah. Whoa. Mostly what? Those are here all your tabs. Yes. Gonna be a great show. <laughs> Buckle up, buttercup. Wow, we got lots to talk I'm about. To take today. this off. It's getting hot down here, so we got the fire going. We got it hot so in here. You came home and diff rocked. Yeah, well, my my jacket. I was wearing nice clothes today. Yeah. Why were we wearing nice clothes today, Leah? Because we went to Kirby's celebration of life. Celebration of life, which was absolutely it was beautiful. Pastor Devonese. I don't know. She's my hero. And mm. we told her, you are literally gifted to help people cross. And over. you just heard that. Mm-hmm. What was your reaction? You don't, mister. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, she officiated mm. the it celebration ceremony service. Mm-hmm. And it was so beautiful. Yeah. I, like every single word out of her mouth was sheer perfection. Yeah. And I love her so much. And so thank you all who prayed for Kirby, and this is the word that I got, and I gave this to her family, to Rose's family, to Kirby's family, because this happened yesterday when we were praying. We were praying for God to raise Kirby from the dead, mm. but he already had, mm. and that's so powerful. So the, the testimony is that Kirby met up with us a year, or a year and a half ago at the revival with his glory, Yeah, and then this fall... They came to a Patriot event, and mm-hmm. we can thank our friends who put on the Freedom Fest that Kirby and Rose had an excuse to come and see us. And Kirby rededicated his life to Christ, yeah, and he said that so the past powerful. few months has, have been have changed his life. God softened his heart, yeah, and he was able to re fall in love with his wife Rose. Mm. And her only regret is it it wasn't long enough. Yeah, this this new Kirby and it is long enough because he lives on now and now she's sure of it. Yeah. So So good. We have a lot of testimonies from Saturday. We told them on Wednesday. So please check out the revelation red pill. Oh my gosh. I got another testimony tags tags. Mom's back was healed. Wow. So we've had a back healed. We've had, um, pain in the body healed. We've had, um, pain in, in the knees and the, and the feet. One woman was in so much pain. She tried to numb the pain 20 minutes before she came. She was kicking a trash can. Feet, knees, hips. Abigail and Leah laid hands on her. Little she, Leah. She grabbed the mic and the woman who was healed and was like, I got to testify. So we have a lot of testimonies. People getting filled with Holy Spirit. God is moving in. I have more testimonies that the revival is happening. Deliverance is continuing on in Oxford Indiana. So if you are yeah. near Oxford, Indiana, and you need somewhere to go tomorrow night, they are having meetings every Saturday. Every, yes. They're having Bible studies. and The same address that's on the Dan Patch Revival mm-hmm. on resistancechicks.com is the same address that you can go to. And be Tag there. and Becky are up for deliverance. I love it. They are. Awesome. All right. So let's go to Ohio here. Uh, Michelle, let's start with this if you're ready for some think clips hang on east palestine we did a video about the train derailment and the dioxides and all the chemicals in the water Mm -hmm. a live video in the dark walking just talking 
165,000 views in 24 hours. From what I remember, it just went crazy. Oh, yeah, it was crazy. And then I come to find out, I read an article like last week or the week before. This is really disappointing. That said Facebook censored everything related to East Palestine because they were afraid of misinformation. And what would we be misinforming people of with the chemicals in the water? Like, so we don't want people to, we don't want people to accidentally not drink something. What? What even is that? The only thing that's toxic is is, the media is, is CO2, which is what you breathe out every day. You are a living, breathing, toxic being. Mm -hmm. You breathe in oxygen, you breathe Mm -hmm. out carbon dioxide. Yep. The trees breathe in the carbon dioxide, and then the trees breathe out oxygen. It's a miracle God invented. It's pretty neat. But dioxins are not good for you. They're not good for your soil. They're not good for you. And what happens is chlorine chlorine dioxide, when exploded, leaves dioxins, which are permanent chemicals in the ground and in the water. We are about 300 miles as the river flows from East Palestine outside of Cincinnati. About a week after the the train derailment, we -hmm. went down to the river Mm -hmm. in Cincinnati. Yeah. And a woman showed us pictures. Yeah. Of this gray, disgusting sludge that came up in the tide yeah. In the evening tide for several days. Mm-hmm. She had never seen it before. And it was all along the shore. And it was from that derailment, the smoke. Yeah. And it wasn't just smoke. It wasn't just fire burning. It wasn't just trees burning. Right. The chemicals, seven different chemicals mixed in that. You weren't allowed to talk about it. Biden went. A year later and the people are suffering. They're scared. Mm-hmm. Nobody's given a definitive on the soil, the surrounding right. soil. What about the neighboring state? What about Pennsylvania? What about West Virginia? We know those clouds billowed for days. They did. I'm and ready then to go they draw. Oh, yeah, let's 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 hear what they have to say. You just heard that. What was your reaction to Joe Biden and the EPA basically cheering themselves, giving themselves a pat on the back? We're never going to get help. We're never going to get help. Like, how can they turn a blind eye when our kids are still having unexplained nosebleeds? When they're starting to have seizures? When we have to tuck kids into beds in homes that haven't been tested? We're citizens. We're not politics. We're people. Like, how can they do this to us? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's the sentiment. That's the feeling. It's... Thank you to all of uh, the people on the ground there. Our hearts go out to her. Last, uh, just 15 Thank seconds, you. Senator, you. uh, your reaction to what you heard uh, from the EPA head and, and President Biden. It's a bunch of hogwash, and I'll leave you with this. This is from the Davises who testified last year, and, and we're in touch with them. With that black plume cloud, they literally nuked us and then turned their backs on us. The Biden administration has turned their backs on the people of the region and forgot them. Wow. Wow, wow that's crazy. Michelle, over here... Uh, all these clips here. Maybe you can start with a couple of these. He went and he spoke. They're going to be a couple over from that. There you right. go. There we go. 
too little, too late. I don't know what they did. I don't, he showed up. From what I understand, I don't know that they've actually offered any help or any services, but Mm -hmm. I do know that they patted themselves on the back and said that they did a good job. What did they do, though? Like, Uh, they they pat themselves on the back, but they didn't actually do anything. Well, Biden he says he they were on the ground in hours. There we go. My administration was on the ground within hours, working closely with the governor, the mayor, the senators, the House members, community leaders, to make sure you have everything you need. Hmm. My administration ordered Norfolk Southern to clean up the mess it created and ensure it was done right. That includes an executive order I signed to continue our priority to hold Norfolk Southern fully accountable for this disaster and any long-term effects that are able to be identified as time goes on. Not just here, but also in Darlington, Pennsylvania, where I just visited a few hours ago, an hour or so ago. My administration is on the ground okay, within so hours, he, working closely he, with the governor, the mayor, to call the senators, the House members. By the way, the Biden administration. That's what he said. Yes. So he's reading something. He there's no heart to it. He didn't even read it before he showed up. He's mumbling My the whole way. My administration is what it should what he should have said. This this is this is the Are we guy done with that, that clip? yeah this is the guy that you don't bring to the podium. I know, but they had to show him at this is because they kept saying Biden needs to go to East Palestine, Palestine however you want to say it. Um, and so they had to. They didn't really have a choice here. Well, let's do a little commentary. And what was we do commentary? I want you just to watch. What you're going to watch here is Biden standing behind East Palestine's mayor. He reaches into his pockets, finds nothing, and then goes back to just kind of standing as normal. This transportation. That's We'd also like to thank Governor Mike DeWine, the Ohio EPA, the Ohio EMA, and the Department of Public Safety, and all of our state and local partners that have been with us since the beginning. Our village He's reaching many into his pockets. But as a community, he's got his hand like stuck in his pocket. We will not be defined by this single this event. This is really weird. Rather, our response to it and our perseverance. What's it? President Biden, he your long-awaited visit to our village today for. allows oh, us to focus on the, the things other pocket. Acknowledging this disaster should have never happen. now. Address the this long-term health looking. concerns oh, and the economic it. growth of the village. Department of Transportation. Here. We'd also like to thank Governor Mike DeWine. Yeah, it's just so, he's just so strange. Now, if you go to the one to the left. To the left? To the left, he slurs his speech. So he, he, this is an embarrassment to our nation. It's embarrassment to the White House. It's embarrassment to the world. I mean, you've got to at least have a spokesperson. You know what? Everyone knows he can't speak. Just have him show up and have somebody else speak for him. No, it's a good That's, idea. You have to. Although I want to just point out that um, everybody looks good in a puffer jacket and baseball cap. Mm, that's true. Undata uh, breaks that meet higher safety standards. Undata uh, breaks that meet higher safety standards. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Okay, All right. So here we have the people booing. Yeah. Joe Biden and some let's go Brandon chance let's here. go yeah you know it's I don't like to say it but it I is know. catchy mm-hmm. um, mostly because it's a cheer that we all grew up cheering it and now they've you know ruined it ruined it for us like now I like I want to sing it I want to say it okay here we go 
Come on, get on there. That's the message. That's the message to Biden right there. Too little, too late. How you guys doing? This is why they, they didn't want There you go, guys. Out here in East Palestine, this is uh, Joe Biden finally showing up more than a year later. And that's the message. Real simple. Too little, too late. Joe, too little, too late. All right, Mike, why is everyone out here? This is Trump country here. This is nothing but a political stunt. Mike Rooley says he's going to be our next congressman. And this town needs 250, 300 million dollars. Our slogan is "Too little, too late, Mr. Biden." Yeah. This Real town, simple. yeah. You don't see any support in this town for Mr. Biden. Yeah. You say Mr. Biden. Yeah, Mr. Biden. That's it. Mr. Biden. Yeah. God bless you guys. God bless yeah. you too as well. Good to see you. Good to see Let you. me see those ones. Hold them up. There you go. Resident, not president. Don't sniff me, Joe. Don't sniff me, Joe. I love it. Latinos for Trump. Puerto Rican. I love it. God bless you. That's East Palestine, baby. Honored to be out here, guys. Honored to be out here. Oh, so, the dog. Real America's Voice and Bannon's program have been the only ones that really showed up there. We know that uh, we were invited to meet with the morning crew. We weren't able to make it there mm -hmm. um, with our friends. With Real America's Voice... And I just thank them for being kind of one of the only ones who are keeping attention on this. They yeah. they do need millions of dollars. So this is a really good point uh, from Dr. Lynn <laughs> here on Facebook. Nothing. Norfolk Southern Train Company was not to blame. It was organization that actually created the Black Plume. Mm. You know, you make a really good point there. We can. Everybody wants to blame Norfolk Southern. Yes, and they. But it was Mike DeWine. That's what that I, decided exactly. to burn it. And at that point, they were just bad chemicals. Mm -hmm. What they decided to do with burning it, which literally mm -hmm. makes no sense whatsoever, and here's why. Mm -hmm. They were going to clean it up anyway and send it now, because we've been following the mm -hmm. Eaton Township saga with Ross uh, Industrial, mm -hmm. that uh, they were going to have to, mm -hmm. to move it and transport it anyway I I guess I would love to find out who was consulted, what scientist, what professional from the EPA or whoever it was, was consulted and came up with the idea yeah, to they, burn it. They called it a controlled burn, but residents claim it was anything but controlled. First of all, that's not the definition of a controlled burn. And we did an interview down at Mike Adams' studio what a shortly burn. after this. A controlled burn is some a burn that happens within a literal mm. controlled environment. Right. A dark cloud of chemical-filled smoke uh, could be seen for miles. Debris landed on property several miles away. Train cars ruptured, spilling their contents into a drainage ditch. That connects to Sulphur Run, a stream that flows through the heart of East Palestine. Mm. Before the burn, Mike DeWine urged residents to evacuate by a one by two mile area, which includes parts of Ohio and Pennsylvania. 
DeWine described the urgency as a matter of life and death. Three days later, DeWine held a press conference announcing that the evacuation order had been lifted and residents could return to their homes. But we remember he was there in the press conference and we asked if he would drink the water and he laughed. He said, mm -hmm. no, he would not. A year later, cleanup work continues. Officials from federal and state agencies have repeatedly said tests show that the air and water are safe. Mm -hmm. Ah, and surrounding communities, residents are still complaining about the toxic smell in the air, burning eyes, rashes, and headaches, among other health issues. In its January 31st statement announcing Biden would visit East Palestine, the White House stated that under President Biden's leadership, the EPA deployed a team of trained emergency response personnel to help local and state emergency environmental response efforts. The Department of Transportation also arrived on the scene within hours to support the National Transportation Safety Board. However, the Biden administration was widely criticized for its handling of this toxic train derailment. On February 15th, Donald Trump chastised Biden for visiting East Palestine more than a year after the derailment. Biden should have gone a long time ago, Trump said. For him to go now is an insult to those who live mm. there and work there. I can't believe anyone wants him there. I know, I know he doesn't want to be there, and he even knows he is making a mistake because mm. he is pandering to people who are smart, politically savvy, and unfortunately badly hurt by Biden's inactions and lack of caring. It would be so interesting to see how they meet and greet the fraud, the thugs that surround him. While the Biden administration received widespread criticism for what many residents and leaders uh, in eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania deemed a slow response to helping the derailment, Trump visited on the 22nd. The weather was cold and rainy, but residents lined the streets and cheered Trump. And it was a, it was kind of a, I was, I was proud of him for going because it, it still is dangerous there. Yeah. Anybody who goes there, anybody who lives there is dangerous there. And I think that I speak for all Americans when I say 80 billion to Ukraine. Yeah. Our defense secretary Lloyd, I'm going to pop in my chair here. He has... He has an American flag, got all these wires everywhere, and a Ukrainian flag Okay. behind him in his office when he sits there and he does his little talking, whatever he does. 80 billion With to Ukraine. B. Yeah. You see, I hope you know by now that taxes are never, never to actually help anyone. You're seeing that in the cities, the inner cities. Mm-hmm. So... Mayor uh, Eric Adams had to rescind putting up migrants in a luxury hotel. Oh, wow. Because residents complained that homeless people and veterans don't even have a shelter. Mm. But the migrants are in. See, the migrants right now are a political tool. Yeah. And that's what the Democrats do. They pay for tools. I actually have a quote here. I'm going to get to it later where Mitch McConnell says that, don't worry, most of the money that we send to Ukraine goes to American contractors, so it basically stays in American hands. Hmm. Interesting. Dun, dun, dun. So please uh, continue to pray yeah. for East Palestine. I really don't have answers, and nobody else does on what to do. Just pray. Just pray, because... Without a miracle, the land is still toxic. And that's that's a, those are the facts on the ground. Yeah. Facebook. Love you, Facebook. Mm, hi, Facebook. 
CNBC is caught on a hot mic while interviewing Meta, Facebook's president of global affairs. After he spouts off some wild numbers on Facebook's trust and safety team and their budget to essentially censor people like you and me. After CNBC appears to advocate for the government to help censor election misinformation on social media, she then asks, How many people do you have working on election misinformation? He answers, About 40,000 people. Mm. You're going to see this video and you bring, bring it up here. Are you going to okay. do you see it? Well, CNBC on a hot mic says 40,000, but they only have 67,000 employees. Over half, three quarters of their employees are on election misinformation. No. It's on. You know what it's on. He says we spend 20 billion on this issue. Wow. Go ahead. It does strike me that this is an issue. Disinformation, misinformation, interference with the election that the government should be taking on. How many people do you have working on this issue, and how do you know what's enough? So we have around 40,000 people working on kind of safety and integrity on our platforms. Generally, we spend a lot of money on it. We've spent oh, about 20 billion US dollars in recent years on, on things li like election integrity, about 5 billion in the last year alone. But here's the interesting point. You know, even if we imply, empl employ double the number of content moderators that we have, Actually, here's the irony, we're talking here about the risks of AI-generated content, but AI is also actually our most powerful tool to identify and deal with the kind of content we don't want to see on our platforms. So take hate speech, for instance, the prevalence of hate speech. In other words, the percentage of hate speech as a percentage of the total of content on Facebook is now down to about 0.01%, and that's been reduced by over 50% just in the last couple of years alone, for one reason only, improvements in AI technology. Okay. So I, I, you know, right, I think so it's important the, for your the, viewers uh, to know that, yes, UK's, of course, there are uh, issues. Nick Clegg, I don't know if you could hear her, but in the background, she said, but they only have 67,000 employees. Well, they're working very hard. Resistance Chicks, Michelle and I, you're watching, a little <laughs> bit on Facebook, and not for very much longer. We're going to kick off here after we do Fanny's story. Every once in a while, Michelle and I break through the algorithm and then we see what it would look like if even some people who would want to hear our message actually heard it. It's funny which ones actually make it through. Oliver Anthony this week is in Scotland. Mm -hmm. I put up a video of him with a little comment on it. Got a million, I think it's 1.4 million views. Put up a video Talking about the dollar with uh, a preacher here in Ohio. Rod Parsley. Like 80,000 views. It's amazing. Even some of our own videos with us in it have had hundreds of thousands of views. Mm -hmm. And then you'll get four or 500 views. It's not about people watching. It's about what they don't want you to hear. And what happened this summer... We broke out of the algorithm. They allowed us into like the friendly category. They even sent me an email asking if we want to be part of their Facebook monetization program. Yep. And Michelle said, don't touch it. Don't touch it. We hit issue one, transgender stuff, abortion. 
do, 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 you're back in the censorship basement. They don't send you an email. They don't tell you. Limited reach. You see, you have to come find us now. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of limited reach, there's one prosecutor that's going to have her reach limited. Oh, here it comes. Now, Mom, if you don't want to watch the days of our lives... You may, gallery, you may you turn away. Permission to exit now. However, this to me. Why do you think mom doesn't want to watch it? Did she already tell you I'm that she doesn't joking. want to have anything to do with this? I'm joking because it's drama, because it's silly. Oh, it's seriously silly. No, it's silly and serious. Se- seriously silly or seriously silly, so, silly? Silly, seriously. This chick, her name is Fanny. Yes, Fanny. Fanny Willis. You got a problem with the name Fanny? I do. Leah. I got no problem with you it. You can't. It what if we have somebody funny. that watches and their name's Fanny? We love you, Fanny. You're watching right now. <sighs> and right. I'm so glad that you're here. Well, it, it, it's a cute name. It, in relation to what we're talking about, it's funny. Okay. Okay. And well, in the she UK, to keep her in the UK, Fanny. it's a incredibly... Um, it's not a good word. Okay. You don't use it. It's, right. un, it's unused. All right. So, yeah, I know it's used for something else. Prosecutors have hold a on. higher I'm obligation. Speak. I'm but you speak. say I'm, that. Okay. I'm, hold on. So, um, let me, let me play, let me tee it tee up. This you up. To, I'll toss it back to you. Okay. So, Fannie Willis is the district attorney in Georgia that was convinced mm-hmm. by the enemies of Trump because they, they lawfare was how they had they've been they're working to take Trump out. Okay, so we're going to talk about a couple cases today. There's cases all over. They're just trying to bleed him dry. Trying to if you can if you can just get somebody stuck in court. Our poor, not my friend, but our, I'm going to call him our friend Mark Stein. Yeah, has had several heart attacks. Because oh yes, yeah, terrible. Because in tw- the stress that they put on you when they come after well, you and they lie about you. In 2012. Yeah. They're going after him from something in 2012. I know. Because they just want to take him out. So Donald Trump, they just want to take him out. So she brought a bogus election case. Mm-hmm. Election interference case against him. Yeah. And 18 other people. Right. But they're... They don't use the smartest people in in the tack room, okay? <laughs> the tack room. This particular lawyer that they used is a is an activist. Mm-hmm. Her father was an activist, and they he even took the stand. And you're going to hear some testimony today. And at the center of it is this cash. Oh boy. So she hires like petty cash. Just cash. Okay. So she hires a prosecutor who's never prosecuted anyone prosecuted a, ever. Fe- uh, no, a federal case. A, this a federal case. Yep. He doesn't know what he's doing. By nope. the way, his name is Nathan Wade. But they have been having an affair. Uh-oh. Now she de- she defended this at church saying don't don't come at me. I'm a black woman. Oh, she preached. We sh- we showed this, man. Yeah. Girl that's on Fanny. fire. She was like... I'm not perfect, but I'm doing God's will. Oh, yeah. That was a really good spin. Yes. I'm not perfect, but I'm doing God's will. 
Mm, and she mm. tried to pull that in the courtroom. Yes, I'm fighting sir. for democracy. It doesn't mm. matter what I do wrong. That's so like right. that's what she told herself. Mm. Cause she gonna she's gonna go. She, you know where she's going. Leah. So one of the defendants in the case, one of the 18, mm-hmm. heard about this affair. And now this trial is to see her disqualified, and she will be disqualified because of the some but of the she points here. Sounds dumber than a box of rocks. If they could have a boxer ox on trial, they would be smarter. That's the fact. So we're going to play a few of these clips because they were entertaining to me. Because they make, I, I know this is going to really help Donald Trump and all those 18 defendants who there should be no case against them, period. Millions of dollars spent. I think mm-hmm. Jenna Ellis cut a deal. And her, her, hers, her, I think she was at like $500,000 in legal mm-hmm. fees. That you just can't just go ruining people's lives like that. No, you can't. But here we actually have, I'm going to play a mainstream media clip with saying these things are getting messy. It's not personal. It's not egotistical. It's not about you. It's about the office and the pursuit of justice. To your point, uh, it might be appropriate for Ms. Willis to consider removing herself from this case now. Mm-hmm. And turning the reins over to a senior official in the in the district attorney's office, and let him or her handle it, because this is getting ugly and it's getting messy. And my guess is it's not going to get better. Oh, Prosecutors have a higher obligation. It's not personal. It's not egotistical. It's not about you. It's about the office and the pursuit of justice. To your point. It might be appropriate for Ms. Willis to consider. No, I think, again. I think okay, it's playing sorry, again. Sorry, I had to Yeah, so this is the one we want up next. I'm going to go read one while you bring this up. Okay. J.D. Vance says, between this, and I'm going to read this for a second here with Donald Trump, and Fannie Willis's testimony, the last 24 hours have revealed that too many American courts have become corrupt weapons of the Democratic Party. Yes, Trump will win on appeal, but a lot of money and time will be wasted. In the meantime, this is disgraceful. So what happened this today... Um, is Donald Trump lost his case in New York. It was a civil case, and it was a very strange case. And we're going we're gonna to talk about both these cases at the same time as Michelle okay. brings up this clip. In the civil case against Donald Trump in New York, what they were saying was that he overvalued Mar-a-Lago. He overvalued his assets to go to the banks and get more money to loan. But no one lost any money. Trump got a loan and he paid it back. Mm -hmm. He gave his opinion on the value of the property, which he valued Mar-a-Lago at $350 million. Mm -hmm. And the judge said it was probably only worth $18 million, which is strange because it's it's 58 bedrooms. But what is how is the judge a real estate like? That's a very good question. Judge. So but here's the thing. He gave his opinion on the value of the property he put up for collateral. The bank did its own valuation. They always do. They don't take your word for it. And they gave him a loan. The bank made interest. There's no crime here. Yeah. The crime. They, so he's going to appeal this. Yeah. But they've the, on order today. He is supposed to pay. He's fined $354 million. And he can't operate in New York for three years. Now, if everybody who overinflated property. Or assets but to get a loan. But the bank does their own assessment. That's what's so weird if about this. If a bank wants to give you a loan, the bank gives you a loan. They'll find a way to give you a loan. Okay? Now, They'll value Fanny. your dog. Back to Fannie here. Now, okay, so here we have Fannie Willis 
is accusing her lover, Nathan Wade, of being a misogynist. Now, she wants to say that she can pay for things, but just listen. And did the, and the, did the forthcoming indictment have anything to do with that? Ooh. Or was it just a coincidence? <clears throat> Mr. Let's go on and have the conversation. I'm just asking you whether or not it was a coincidence. Had absolutely nothing to do with this. It's interesting that we're here about this money. Mr. Wade is used to women that, uh, as he told me one time, the only thing a woman can do for him is make him a sandwich. We would have brutal arguments about the fact that I am your equal. I don't need anything from a man. A man is not a plan. A man is a companion. And so there was tension always in our relationship, which is why I was give him his money back. I don't need anybody to foot my bills. The only man who's ever foot my bills completely is my daddy. Is there anything else you would like to add to that? No. Sure. But I'm sure we'll talk about it further. No, we're not going to talk about it further. I All right. No back and forth. Let's stay down. Next question. This is court. So we're talking about money that she paid him uh-huh. and all these trips they went on together. Yeah. Okay. And how he paid for the trips. Right. But she says, but she paid him back, but in cash. Right. Okay, so here's the thing. This is this is the money laundering scheme. But where did wait, she wait, get wait. the cash? She just keeps it. Mm-hmm. And her daddy testifies that black people just keep cash. Did black people? That's what he says. So we're going to get to that in a minute. This is hilarious to me. So this is how this is working. This, this, this man here. That we're about to show. Yeah, he had an affair on his wife. Okay. With Fanny. Now, the best friend had to come in. She's got a girlfriend that testified that they were together before they they both admit they both lied to the court. And she as she comes in, it's all soap opera. Her best friend or her old friend, she ain't no friend no more, by the way. Oh boy. Okay, ain't no friend. Ain't no friend no more. Uh-uh. Ain't no friend no more. Okay. Okay. So this is but the guy she's having in the. This with. is a guy she's having. So she's paid Nathan him a Wade. million. She's paid him over a million dollars. He for a job that he got paid more for than anybody else that he wasn't qualified for. Okay. And then they take all these trips. So pause. Let's. Okay. Wait, 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 I, I want to make sure people are following. Wait, uh, let me finish let me... my sentence. Let me finish my sentence. So she pays him money, and then they go on trips, and he buys everything, and then okay. she pays him back. In, in cash. cash, so there's no record of it. All right, so listen, just, I know this may, if you're just now hearing of this story, it might be hard, difficult to follow. Mm-hmm. She is the DA in Georgia prosecuting Donald Trump I and 18 we... other people. Okay. Just to reiterate, okay. you said she hired him, okay? Mm-hmm. So the, he is the prosecutor mm-hmm. under her. So essentially like employee, sort of. I mean, they both work mm-hmm. for the state. Mm-hmm. So this is doubly weird. Mm-hmm. So he's been hired. He works for her. She's like his boss, mm-hmm. right? Plus mm-hmm. she's paying him money. Yeah. To go on these trips. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. there's, a, there's stuff going on here beyond just that. Yeah. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever. Ever. I've been really trying. This is not an elongated clip. You literally just sit there for like three seconds. Trying to hold back this feeling for so 
never gone to a cabin with Miss Willis. No. Did you go to a cabin with yeah. Miss Willis okay, right. ever? All right, oh next clip. Okay, that was a little disturbing. I did. I, honestly, I watched the clip without the extra. So here okay. we have, this is Fanny Willis's Black Panther father. Oh, wow. Who dated, I'm going to get this right. Okay, I'm going to get these things right because this is, this is stuff made for court TV. Fannie Willis's Black Panther father, John Floyd, once had a relationship with the FBI most wanted, Angela Davis, says he knew that COVID was coming in 2019 while he was living in South Africa. So the, 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 the question is, he, she's asking him a question about 2019 and if he had traveled. And he's like, no, because of COVID. And she's like, but COVID was in 2020. He goes, but I knew. Oh, that's weird. I know. At least once a week. But when COVID hit, I just couldn't. I couldn't go to the dentist, which I need to do. Well, you know, I just, uh, it was just a thing. So I was just stuck. I was just stuck there. I may be wrong, but I believe COVID hit in 2020. So I was asking about 2019. In 2019, did you spend any time in California? Before COVID was even here in the United States, remember I'd lived in South Africa and I've traveled the world. I knew COVID was coming before. I knew COVID was around before. They may have announced it in, in 20, but in fact, I knew about it and I knew what was happening uh, in 19. Okay, so so let's let's walk through 2019 then. You said you moved here in September. So no, I didn't say that. I moved here probably prior to September. In September is when I got the driver's license. I probably moved in the springtime. I'm sorry, you did. You said spring summer. I see that in my notes. Um, so spring summer. All right. So all told, DA Fannie Willis gave her lover Nathan Wade's law firm five Fulton County contracts, totaling. Almost $1 million. Willis is under a state misconduct probe for personally benefiting from these contracts. Did you already contracts, read this next one? No. Through lavish vacations and gifts paid for by Wade. That's what this is all about. Okay, that's, that, that's the point. Okay. Nathan's Wade, Nathan Wade's law partner, Terrence Bradley, testifying that it was D.A. Fannie Willis who approached him to give their firm an additional contract to do make work for the county redacting police documents. Bradley confirmed they did not apply for the $200,000 contract. Just, hey, you want to make an extra $200,000? That's interesting. All right. So it was a, I want to read this here before we go. Um, Michelle, would you go to the next video I have lined up while I read this. Yep. This is uh, Fannie Wade's daddy talking about money. Okay. How we hide the money. We, this is what we do with cash as black people. He says, Fannie Willis has a room temperature IQ. She makes $110,000 a year, yet she's worth $8 million in court. She admitted to several finance related felonies. So breaking down her finance, Willis earns an annual income of 2.7 million with a base salary of 110,000 and an additional 1.5 million from various sources, including a speaking fee of $12,000 per event. She owns eight cars. Beyond the numbers, Willis's wealth includes 5 million real estate, encompassing 300 acres of farmland in Utah and Maui, a four bedroom luxury villa in Georgia, and two properties in Houston. 
Her wealth includes $2 million in stock market investments. She holds shares in Apple, Microsoft, blah, 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 blah. And then she owns 600000 in gold reserves. And, and 275000 in other bank deposits. And she makes 110000 a year. Mm. Mm. Let's hear from her daddy with all the cash. So we call, we call this money laundering, by the way. You seem to know about the issue of cash in this transaction. You said it was a black thing. How did you know that the cash was going to be an issue in this testimony? Because I was asked for it and I was prepped by the lawyers and they asked me about it. Uh, <laughs> what else? And, and did you speak with Mr. Wade about your testimony? No. Did you speak with your daughter about your testimony? You seem to know about the issue of cash in this transaction. You said it was a black thing. I think that's it. Okay, that 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 is crazy. Um, he doesn't right. really. He doesn't even answer the question about if he spoke with his daughter about testifying. Okay, so would you? Okay, so in this next one, um, listen, I, I geography may not be everybody's strong suit. It's not even my strong suit. However, suit. however, if you are going to go take after the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and eighteen people. You have to be smart. Yes. You have to be really smart. You don't get to ask what continent Belize is on. So let's. Did you and Mr. Wade go to New York? I've gone to New York. Um, I've gone to New York twice um, since I've been district attorney. <clears throat> I'm trying to think it was two or three times. I went to do a domestic violence thing there for sure. And I was honored and I went to the Apollo there. Those are the only two trips that come to mind. I went. He was not with me. You also said that he was a world traveler and been on many of the continents. Have, been to six. Have you been on any of those continents with him? Um, Besides this one? Uh, where's Belize? What continent is that? I'm not being funny. I don't know. Uh, Let's say with the exception of... Belize with him. I've been to the Bahamas with him. I've been with Aruba with him. Don't embarrass me. I'm not sure what continents those are on. Whatever continents those are, that's where I've been. I'm sure if I gave it some thought, I would tell you. But whatever continents those are, that I've been to those locations, sir. But not Australia or any other continents? I don't even want to go to Australia. I do know he took a trip in December to Australia. I have no idea. You know, I don't know anything about that trip. She just said, I don't even want to go to Australia. Like, that's not. But wait a minute. Let me, can I just. But she's been there. This is what I don't understand. She's, she's naming all the places that she's been, but she doesn't know where she's been. Leah. I've been, I, I've been overseas. We went to Germany and we went to Russia. Okay. I know where I've been. Like, listen. I know Germany is in Europe. I know. Go ahead. What's sad is as a DA, she's just, she can't even spitball. Let me tell you how Michelle would answer this question if I didn't know the continents, okay? He asked the question about continents. Just stick with telling the places that you've been and assume that everybody knows what continent they're on. Just say, these are the places that I've been. Yada, 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 yada. Don't go into this. Don't embarrass me. I don't know what continent it is on. Yada. Don't do that. Just 
tell them specifically where you, because if this becomes honestly for that, for the uh, lawyer there, if he were then to press, but do you know what continent that is, right? Like that, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have done that. All she needed to do was just say, these are the places that I have been. But here's the thing, Belize is just, all you need, if you didn't know it was in Central America, you just should have said South America. But like, it, the, here's the thing, if you've been to Belize, which I have not, but if you've been there, you know where you've been. You know that you've been South of America. And there's nothing else beyond that. Like, there's no other world. There's no, like, Souther something I'm, else, you know. I'm just like, saying just, that she should have answered that way. You don't, geography is one thing. Location of yourself is another. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so if you've never. You know, she listed off an awful lot of places. Aruba, Jamaica, go, oh, I want to take it to Belize oh in gosh. Maui. You know, it's like. She didn't say Maui, did but she? But she, well, she's got the property in Maui. Okay. She's just dumb. She is. She's just, uh, uh, how do you book a trip? How do you, how do you make you $8 go? million dollars a year? How do you go to these? I think she's worth $8 million. I don't think she makes I $8 million. I thought it said $8 million No, million. she makes okay. under. No, I don't know. Oh, you're right. Nobody you're right. I'm knows. sorry. My mistake. It was. You're right. It so was $8 million. Could you bring up worth. my Twitter? And I tweeted out a bunch of more, oh, more things. Okay. Yeah. Am I going to need this at all? You're. Well, look at what I got here. Is, mm, otherwise, I'm just going to close it. You should not. I'll just know. leave it. It'll be okay. We'll leave it. So let's go through my Twitter. And okay. I just want you to play a bunch of these clips. This is. Oh, I need to log in. That's probably. Wait for it. Nope. Not you. Nope. Hang not on. you. Somebody else is coming up here. Do you have your cell phone? It might ask for my uh, code. We'll see. Perhaps Just let me write in. Perhaps the biggest takeaway from yesterday's testimony from Fulton County DA was how was her now outed secret that lover that she paid at least $600,000. Oh my gosh, this was hilarious. He kept saying like, but I only brought home like 9,500 a month. But he was telling that that's after taxes after he split what their, his firm was paid three ways. Explain that to me again. After taxes, it, okay, so after taxes and after his firm was split it three ways. Okay. So but I only was, brought home like nine ninety five hundred. Like I didn't bring home that So it would have been 30000 You said they split it three ways. Um, I don't know exactly, but that's that was his testimony. Okay. That was his testimony and how much... Whatever, okay? He's breaking down all the money. Oh, like, life. It's hilarious to watch. I took out a large so, wait, amount of money on my first okay. campaign. I kept some of the cash of that. Oh, like, really to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today. My whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, to tell you, I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today. My whole so, so she makes, that's a felony. Yep. So she, on her first campaign, she says, I took out a large amount of cash from my first campaign. And I just kept it. Felony right there. She's going to go to jail for that. She's, if it's she has true. to. I mean, like that's. And because They're asking the thing, her where the where the cash came from to pay the guy cash. But it's like, I know she's probably lying a lot. Oh, yeah. But that was probably that's got to be true. The way uh -huh. that she just worded it like. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, this is that that seemed like a true statement mm -hmm. to me. Well, no, no, no. Look, I object to you getting records. You've been 
intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my so question is, she's was, on trial. You this have any trial object to getting any <laughs> personal she, records of mine? We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review. And I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to do with a witness. Well, no, 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 look. I object to you getting records. You've been intrusive into people's personal lives. You're confused. You think I'm on trial. These people are on trial for trying to steal an election in 2020. I'm not on trial, no matter how hard you try to put me on trial. So my question was, do you have any problem? I object to getting any personal records of mine. We're not dealing with privilege through a witness. And I'm not, no, 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 I'm not dealing with privilege. What um, we had offered to put them in camera for the court to review. And I just want to know if she has any That's problem. That's something to do with a witness. Well, no, no, no. Oh, and by the way, that guy, the judge worked for her for four years. Oh, yeah. that We forgot to tell everybody that. So... Yeah, it's very interesting there. The way this is going, the judge really can't stand her, and nobody probably can. So she pays him about $600,000 to be special counsel and was a national uh, ex exhibition of the quality of people going after Donald Trump. For starters, Willis exploded in anger on the witness stand Thursday, accusing defense attorney Ashley Merchant of lying about her relationship with Nathan Wade. Let's be clear. Because you've lied, Willis ye yells, waving documents around. It's a lie. It's a lie. I'm going to, I think I might have that one, but let's, well, let's see what this is. Okay. Oh, oh okay. So th this is a reminder of what the, 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 the grand jury juror. I think this might've been the head grand juror who has indicted Trump. Personally want to hear from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. Mm. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with president Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in? I just, I kind of just thought that would be an awesome moment. Personally, want to hear from the former. That's, that's, that's the, that's, that's the juror. That's the head juror. You know what my mom always taught me? Don't be stupid. Uh, that too, yes. Um, that you can always get out of jury duty. Like there's, like there's no... They entrapped me mm. and I had to serve. The people that end up on juries want to be there. Okay. Or they're incredibly stupid. Right. Like you, and I get it. Everybody gets on me like, Michelle, it's your civic duty to be on a jury. This whole system is so corrupt right now. I have, I have no desire to ever serve as a juror. And, and I love my life. Because I'm going to be biased. And so I can go on there easy and say like, and because I've sat for jury duty before. Like I've sat there, you know, they, they pull in like a hundred people or whatever and they go through them and they're going to pick their however many, you know, sit and they're going to pick them. And, and you're sitting there watching and you're going, you're so stupid. Like I had my thing because I'm listening. What they do, for those of you that have never done this before, Leah's never done this before. What they do is they take you in and you hear the kind of the premise of the case is mm -hmm. laid out before you, mm -hmm. okay? So then they go through and they're kind of asking you these questions mm -hmm. about how whether you would be biased to that case right. or not. This young lady that we just saw right here, clearly a little biased, okay? Like clearly a little biased. So, I mean, it's like at that point you would have to say, yes, but I'm to biased. But indict somebody, you don't, the defense doesn't pick those jurors. 
I know. The prosecution just picks a bunch of people. I'm saying as a person yourself, you right. have to want to be there. Right. She clearly was giddily excited All right, let's play a few more of these about clips. being there. Whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Like, right. yeah. To tell you, I just Wait have minute, cash lady. in my house. I don't have as much to debt whole life when I took so the next one is the judge um, warns I'm going to have to caution this is this it no not that one no no yeah 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 that's you don't have to caution it the judge is I know I'm reading okay things is make sure I have got the right clip it says I'm going to have to caution yeah 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 yeah. like I don't I don't think there's anything weird here that you have to caution people about it's kind of like being an organ donor my mom always said don't ever be an organ donor and then a couple of weeks ago we Covered, you know, I don't know what continent Belize is on, but like I don't know. Don't don't don't, don't make me look stupid, honey. You did that all by yourself. No, I don't know what continent, but I've been there and I went there with him. That's before I had to abandon my home, Judge. All right. And at my okay. home in we'll South Fulton, we'll this I never he never came there. Okay, so if you don't Ms. come someplace, you can't live there. Miss Wells, that's I'm gonna have to caution. That's gonna be my first time I have to caution. We have to listen to the questions as asked. And if this happens again and again, I'm going to have no choice but to strike your testimony. So, we need to break this down. This merchant's question, I believe, was uh, asking whether you lived anywhere other than South Fulton. That's before I had to abandon my home. If you don't right. come somewhere, you don't live there. He didn't come there. And if you don't come somewhere, and she's talking to the judge. She knows that guy. He worked for her for four I years. Know. So great. This whole thing, as Leah was telling telling it to me, and I was just listening to clips. I hadn't seen any. I was just listening to the clips. And I said, Leah, oh, my gosh, this literally sounds like every cheesy uh, daytime court show. I know. Okay. What's this next one we got Ridiculous. here? Ridiculous. And I do appreciate the characterization. I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm that. sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right, well, I don't think it's somewhat ridiculous. I'm not going to emasculate a black man. I think she was talking about Nathan Wade there. I don't know what she's doing. This woman is weird. Like, I don't know what, what was her thing. Okay. Okay, so we played this one already, even though you retweeted it. You want me to okay. play it again? Or Let's skip it. Here, okay. Did we okay? Did she refuses to hand over her records? She's not on trial for trying to steal an election like these people are. We played that one already. Okay. All right. Then let's. Uh, not that one, but like they've already heard her say okay. that is what I'm saying. All right. She has no proof that she reimbursed Nathan Wade. No proof. And you know, again, stupidity. No you have to. Like, that's the point of having receipts. If you don't have the receipts, then it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with paying in cash. Mm -hmm. You got to have receipts, sister. Okay? Like, okay, you paid him in cash. Get a receipt. Would you say you paid cash versus cash out? Oh, most of the vast majority was cash out. I don't know what percentage. I'm not going to guess that. The vast majority was cash out. But there would be times she would say, you know, this bill came in. Did you ever pay him anything other than cash? I've only given him cash a few times in, in the course of what we're talking about. So you if we would go to dinner. Let, let her finish her answers. If we would go to dinner, I wouldn't give him cash because he paid for dinner or I paid for dinner. I've given him cash only a few times in life, probably four. Probably the most money I've ever handed him is $2,500. The least amount of money I've handed him, probably between $500 and $1,000. You never wrote him a check? 
ma'am, I don't have checks. Hang on, hang on. Can we just sit on whatever that the least is? amount of money is probably uh, the most amount most of money, money is twenty five hundred dollars. The least amount of money is twenty five hundred to a thousand dollars. You ever gave me a check, ma'am? I, I don't, don't have, have checks. checks. Who doesn't have checks? Doesn't everybody have checks? Ma'am, I don't have checks. That like that's a weird question. Like, I don't know what just happened there. 25 or, or but wait, wait, wait. I'm so confused, Leah. I love this show. She so said, much. I have only ever given him cash maybe four times. Yet she says that she has repaid him for all of their trips in cash. Here, bring up this one. I'm conf- I'm so confused. So you know, I don't refresh the don't, page. Okay. I'm I'm confused by that though. No, you need to Leah, you this need is, to explain to me why she would bring be it saying down, that. The, 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 this is getting strange. But okay. why would she say that if she's she's trying to say I paid him in cash so I don't have proof that I paid him but I've only paid him like four times and I haven't paid him that much money in cash? It's only been twenty five hundred or or twenty five hundred or a thousand. This is she's I'm bad lies. She's getting really bad at I'm lying. Confused. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. she's losing her lies. And then he tells me how much it is, and I give him the money back. I don't. Just like you're asking me about the money with Robin. I don't do my friends like that. So if you tell me it's a G, then you're going to get $1,000. Whatever it is, I didn't ever make him produce receipts to me. Whatever he told me it was, I gave him the money back. Isn't it? And then he tells me how much it is. So that that's how that went. So we went to Napa Valley. It was a G. A G. You're going to get $1,000. Who talks like that? Is this a professional? I don't do my, I don't, who go, who goes on and, and presents herself? She's going to try the president of the United States for treason. And I don't, I don't do, do my, my friends, friends like that. that. You tell me it's a G, I'm giving you a grand. Okay, if we going out, okay, if the airplane costs a G, G, and a 2G, a 4G, 5G, 6G, I'm giving you 2500 or a thousand okay here we go Greg got she can unload matches all of them combined I'm like the judge I didn't know you could be this combative and belligerent I mean that's okay I guess I mean do, do the, does the average guy get the same uh, leeway to do that I mean why are they so hands off I'd really like to know it, I, I'm telling you man that was it was exhausting I felt like I was on I was trapped with a combative customer service rep from a rental car agency who is battling me on everything. Like I said that I wanted a, I wanted a four door. No, we're out of, to- <laughs> did you say that? No, we only have two doors, but I, I, I'm pretty sure I said convertible. We don't have any convertibles. Are you saying I'm lying? It was, I, I just, it, it was, she was amazing. She was trying to flood the zone with a barrage of frantic words, asides and tangents. It was like listening to a shoplifter tell a cop, her life story when he's just asking her, <laughs> did you put a Snickers bar in your purse? I mean, I, I, I guess she's like hoping that people will forget what the case is about as long as you keep building and building this nonsense. Instead of digging a bigger hole, you dig a bunch of little holes over here and hope people just fall in. And it just got after a while. I, I couldn't handle it. I mean. Wow. Oh, I'm done. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, that's sad. It, it's so sad. So I gotta fun. head over here to the comments because I haven't. We haven't been back here in a, a hot minute here. Um, Checks are so '90s, says Chris. Um, 
Let's see. I thought she said between five hundred and a thousand dollars. She said two. She said twenty twenty five hundred dollars. Um, Jim says she has to have a bank account if she pays for ordinary things online. Exactly. Um, let's see. And so James says again, beware of the diversity hire. Well said. Um, okay. All right. So let's let's talk about Is Trump's she on case. Drugs, Patriot Gallery asks. <laughs> let's talk about Trump's case. So this weird, weird, crazy judge, Judge Arthur Ngoron. Fines Trump $354 million, bars him from running businesses in New York for three years. The New York Attorney General, uh, Latita James, sought essentially to bankrupt Trump by calling for a $370 million fine and a lifetime off yeah. from real estate. What? We grew up in government housing. If you can't pronounce Latisha, oh, I don't even Letita? know what Letitia. you are. Like, I'm sorry. Letitia. You just sounded so white. I can, let me try it again. Attorney General Letitia James. I, I can see that now. A lot of I's and T's there. Oh, man. Yeah, Letitia. That was embarrassing. Letitia. Sorry, Letitia. I'll get it together. All right. You got all these 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 wonderful Fanny and Letitia hanging out. I like that name, Letitia. It's pretty. Fanny and Letitia hanging out, going after Trump together. Sisters in the hood. In a lifetime... From real estate industry in New York State, uh, Letitia James claimed Trump committed financial fraud. Trump plans to appeal the ruling. This is a case that should never have been brought, and I think uh, we should be entitled to damages, Trump said. Mm. Constitutional scholar Jonathan Turley called the ruling um, uh, confiscatory, extreme, and abusive. The judgment is the second this year in which Trump was found guilty and required to uh, pay millions. Remember, remember the, the, the girl with the lady with the red head who painted all the trees? Gene mm -hmm. Carroll, who brought a defamation case against Trump because she basically said, I wouldn't sleep with you because you're ugly. Um, you know, facts hurt. I'm sorry. Oh, Truth hurts sometimes. $83 million he's, he's supposed to pay her. Okay. James contended that defendants used inflated financial statements to ob obtain bank loans and insurance policies at rates he otherwise wouldn't have been able to in uh, enabled to, reaped hundreds of millions of dollars in ill-gotten gains. I believe you're just describing everybody on Wall Street. Mm. BlackRock, anybody? Bill Gates? Among the... Didn't Mark Zuckerberg steal Facebook? Yeah. Okay. Among the examples cited as fraud by the Attorney General's office during the trial was Trump valuing his triple home, tri triplex home in Trump Tower, New York City, at three times its actual size and value as well as including a brand value to increase the valuation of his golf courses on the financial statements, which explicitly said brand values were not included. Another example pointed to by the attorney general clearly got under his skin, and that was a dispute over the value of Mar-a-Lago. Financial statements between 2011-2021 valued Mar-a-Lago at $426 million to $612 million, while the Palm Beach County Palm Beach County assessor appraised the property market's value between 18 million and 27 million. So the judge fined Donald Trump's children as well. Don Jr. and Eric are liable for for a host of civil fraud counts in New York, including issuing false financial statements, falsifying business records and conspiracy, 
He ordered them to each pay $4 million for mm-hmm. their personal profits from the fraud. Wow. In addition, Ngoron fined the Trump Organization chief financial officer a million dollars. James's case against Trump is just one of many legal battles. The indictments account for 91 counts, 34 counts in New York, with a maximum penalty of 136 years, 40 counts in Miami, up to 450 years, four counts in Washington, D.C., up to 55 years, 13 counts in Georgia, with up to 76 years. These are all the cases against Trump this year. Wow. That is insane. This this is not... You know, you gotta okay. hand it to Trump, though, right? Right? I mean, he's like, listen, I will pay my lawyers whatever I need to pay them. I'm gonna keep campaigning. I'm gonna keep going, no matter what. I mean, I can't tell if he's just incredibly hopeful or tenacious or dumb. I don't know. Yeah, there was a there was a little bit of a shakeup also with this trial here. Going back to the Fanny trial, I guess uh, the courtroom drama intensified when the judge lambasted Terrence Bradley, a divorce attorney and ex-law partner of scandal-embroiled attorney Nathan Wade, for missing a scheduled court testimony. He said he had to go to the doctor. The absence came as a shock during the high-profile trial where Bradley was to provide crucial evidence. Legal analyst Jonathan Turley wrote on X, the judge in Georgia just warned counsel for Terrence Bradley that he considers the medical appointment without notice to be a violation of his subpoena. His counsel insists that he must meet with his doctor to follow up on his status in light of his appointment. Judge McAfee made it clear that his patience was running out because Bradley was given advance notice of his need to appear. You can't reschedule a doctor's appointment? Uh, well, and the judge says, I was never informed of a medical appointment. So Judge McAfee did not mince words as he admonished Bradley in the courtroom. Right now, I think he's in violation of subpoena. The outburst underscored the court's dwindling patience given that Bradley had received sufficient notice of his obligation to appear. The development comes in wake of Bradley's assertion that the Georgia Bar Association had counseled him against answering questions invoking Rule 1.6 on confidentiality. This claim, however, was met with skepticism by Ashley Merchant, the defense attorney, who questioned whether the bar was fully appraised of Wade's affidavit, which arguably altered the landscape of privilege in the case. She claimed that Wade had waived certain aspects of privilege by including information about the relationship in his affidavit. So, um... He's afraid of losing his law license and all of this. The attorney emphasized that Wade should not be allowed to be to selectively disclose information while avoiding questioning about it. So that's that's the story there. And I hope to bring more. It's very, very fun. I'd, I'd rather just do all of that more than anything else. Way, way, way more interesting than uh, going after all the stupid stuff that we have to cover. Would you bring up This is from the Gateway Pundit, Michelle. Billy D. Williams, legendary. um, His roles in Brian's song, Sing the Blues, and his role in Star Wars. I guess responds to some ladies, some woke ladies on The View. Lando Calrissian. Why do you have to use his name? name? Like no one cares what his real name is. No one even knows... His real name. Well, he, we need to start at the two uh, minute and 45 second mark. And I guess uh, he he's not having their wokeness. Then why would they have him on the show? Well, he's coming out with a new book. They like him. But he's just not going to be woke. You did start, as Whoopi said, in the industry at a time when few people of color 
were on TV and in movies and early... Everybody's a p people of color. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, a black man. Well, a brown skin brown man? Skin man. Brown skin man. And early on, you struggled to find work, uh, being offered either stereotypical roles or nothing at all. And you write about it sending you into a depression. Um, did you ever think about quitting? And, and if you didn't, what kept you going? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, um, you know, you just live from moment to moment and yeah. do what you have to do and, and expect things to not always go your way. Yeah. And you just find the ways to be innovative. Mm. And you find ways to uh, counter whatever you're up against and, yeah. and move forward. And like you said before, that little boy got the bug. Yeah. yeah. And then the there was no stopping them after that. But, you know, I, 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 got, I had great parents. You know, my mother, my father, mommy, daddy, grandmommy. Yeah. My sister, I had a twin sister. Oh. Um, lady. And they were just really wonderful people to be around and, uh, and very inspirational. Mm. And, uh, and eccentric. Mm. Oh, I yes. like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's important. It's very important. Uh, Creative. For people. But, you know, we, we were very prideful people. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, uh, we never let anything get in the way. That's right. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I, the book sort of devotes itself to the whole idea that you, um, you invent, you create. You go along, yeah. 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 You know, you you become part of the the science of the universe. Mm -hmm. Well, and you also get some pretty great opportunities. In 1971, you got a big break, starring with James Caan in the TV so movie oh, that's that's Brian's song. What he was trying to say to them is stop being a victim. Yeah. We were proud people. You make your way in this world. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might have pushed back on me, and and you all want to play the victim and have things handed to you all the time. That's really good. Right. And and that's what he was pushing back on. That's what I think he was pushing back on. You know, and I I love how he was very you know in TV, even with our show, you want to be so quick mm -hmm. to speak. He was thinking, and he took his time and not was not pressured by the clock. Mm -hmm. or being told that I'm sure these people get told all the time, keep on top of it, go mm -hmm. quick, say your piece, make your point and move mm -hmm. on to the next thing. And even in his slowness of speech, mm -hmm. he's pushing back yeah. on the industry. I want to bring this up because this is, this hits close to home with Thomas Massey. The government wants to not just tag. So if you're growing herd animals, cows mostly you have to have them federally tagged now they want them tracked yep and thomas massey is coming out against that this is from the american conservative there are at least two proven ways to cause a ruckus in the state of kentucky the first is to brag about the superior quality of the tennessee whiskey the second is to tell a farmer that in the words of old ronnie you're from the government and you're and you're here to help the u.s mm -hmm. department of agriculture has done the latter and representative tom massey kentucky republican took to twitter this week to sound the alarm over new a new rule, rule proposing to electronically track every head of cattle and bison. And bison, by the way. Mm. Herd animals are already required by the USDA to be visibly tagged for tracking, but now the bureaucracy wants them to be electronically traceable, too. 
For the average American who has little or no connection to industrial farming operations, this sounds strange. Why would the government need to track animals? The purported reason is to prevent the spread of disease, or at least to track its spread, and better identify contaminated meat and cattle that have been that have mixed uh, with the uncontaminated. The USDA plans to require electronic tags to better protect our, quote, national livestock herd, mm. also known as our, quote, national meat supply. It is necessary here to take a step backward to explain some facts about the nature of industrial agriculture and food processing. In order to have ground beef in every grocery store every day of the week for less than $4 a pound, a few things have to happen. First, cattle must be fed a corn-heavy diet to fatten them to a weight and at a speed which a grass-only diet could never match. This diet is not natural to cows. It causes serious gut problems for cows and humans. Still, it is the industry's preferred method for fattening cattle due to the simple equation of greatest yield, saleable meat, per the shortest period of time. The switch from grazing to feeding also allows a lot more meat cows to be crammed into fewer pen lots, saving the farmer in both acreage and grass. Of course, this results in very poor conditions for the cows, which often stand ankle-deep in their own waste and mud. Mm. Once fattened, cattle are shipped to central slaughterhouses where beef from multiple parts of the country may be mixed indiscriminately in the butchering process. One pound of hamburger could come from the meat of hundreds of different cows. The manure caked on the cowhide doesn't always come off before processing. <coughs> Rinsing the cow offers another host of problems and often contaminates the meat itself, raising the risk of sal salmonella spread to uh, try to take care of this skinned beef carcasses are sprayed with an acid mixture to kill some pathogens and rinse off visible contaminants this centralized slaughtering isn't just convenient it is federally mandated for most types of large cattle farming farmers who have attempted to butcher elsewhere or in different methods have been fined and hounded by the usda it's not hard to see how a setting is how such a setting is a breeding ground for disease and pathogen spreading Indeed, while most infectious diseases in humans originate from animals, many would not exist in our food, but for the trade-offs made to produce meat at industrial scale. I highly recommend everyone who watch, watch, everybody watch the 2008 documentary Food, Inc. And that reported at the time that the dominant strain of E. coli had been transmitted to humans as a result of feeding cows corn. Mm. The feed damages their gut even as it fattens them quickly. When they have the same bacteria, when that same bacteria is ingested by humans, it can cause severe illness, kidney failure, and death. But it is the cross-contamination that really makes this bacteria lethal. The very existence of a national meat supply, all coming from the same order of USDA-regulated slaughterhouses, means that just a few sick cows can impact massive quantities of food almost instant instantly. Hmm. Miraculously, E. coli can be eliminated from cattle within days by returning them to their grass-fed diet. It is possible and even likely that a return to decentralized farming would solve a lot of other food diseases, too. Certainly, it would at least limit the impact of one sick herd on a nation's worth of meat. But the food industry and its regulators are not interested in such revolutionary changes as feeding cows grass. They, want, they have the four big meat packers to stand to benefit from this. I recommend you guys find a local farmer to get grass-fed beef from. Mm-hmm. We don't have enough acreage for a cow. I love cow. Beef. beef. I'm a hamburger chick. I it's like what's, steak. What's for dinner? But we raise a red meat type cooney cooney because that's what we can do on our acre. Pink. And I love them. And they're small. And we can butcher them ourselves without a tractor. And they're fun. So we raise the cooney cooney pigs. Mm -hmm. And we raise our chickens. And we get beef from a local farmer. Yeah. I at a local it. processor. And we yes. buy half a cow. Once and a year. it's 
and it's and compared to the it's grocery so store, good. it's cheaper and better than the grocery store. Hundred percent. So I. Highly recommend you do that. Just FYI, bloodbath at Paramount, which claims 800 jobs, including CBS News journalists. And Catherine uh, uh, Herridge is, has been fired. Oh, no. From CBS. So she was like the only one in mainstream media. Yeah. And she mo- made a move to CBS. And mm-hmm. we were kind of disappointed about it. But she actually brought the truth with her, which was mm-hmm. really cool to see. Seattle English students are told it's white supremacy to love reading and writing. Mm-hmm. So students in Seattle... In a Seattle English class, we're told that their love of reading and writing is a characteristic of white supremacy. Oh dear. In the latest Seattle Public Schools high, high School controversy, the lesson plan has one local father speaking out, calling it ed- educational malpractice. As part of the Black Lives Matter at School Week, world literature and composition students at Lincoln High School were given a handout with definitions of the nine characteristics of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Seattle high schoolers were told that the worship of the written word is white supremacy because it is an erasure of the wide range of ways we communicate with each other. By this definition, the very subject of the world literature and composition is racist. It also chides the idea that we hypervalue written communication because it's a form of honoring only what is written, even then only what is written to a narrow standard full of misinformation and lies. The worksheet does not provide context of what that means. Mm. So you can, um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to bring this up or not, but uh, this worksheet is pretty mm. funny. Let's see. The father argues the concepts are incoherent and cannot stand any sort of reason analysis. And he notes that it's set up to ensure students accept every concept without actually questioning the claims there. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Now we've got an ad here. Let's see. There it is right there. Boom. Hmm. Wow. So the Democrats are angry about a Christian pastor's house prayer. This is from WND. A coalition of Democrats in the U.S. House led by self-proclaimed atheist Representative Jared Huffman has written to Speaker Mike Johnson to express members' rage over a Christian pastor's recent house invocation. Prayer. And to express their intolerance for his views. It was Pastor Jack Hibbs of Calvary Calvary Chapel in Chino Hills who had been invited to deliver the invocation and, as as a Christian, spoke of a coming day of judgment. Democrats responded by claiming Hibbs is a radical Christian nationalist who helped fuel the January 6th insurrection and who has a long record of hateful hateful vitriol toward non-Christians, immigrants, and members of the LGBT community. The report explained that... The Democrats told Johnson, who had invited Hibbs, that Hibbs referred reference to national sins offended them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) if the boot fits. They claimed that the reference was actually a link to the militant and fanatical agenda Hibbs preaches about the LGBTQ plus community, Jews, Muslims, and anyone who conflicts with his biblical worldview. Hibbs suggested to the Times that Huffman was on thin ice with his unsupported claims that Hibbs was linked to the January 6th Capitol events. Wow. So they do what they, uh, I think they need to talk to some founding fathers, just raise them up, talk to them for a little bit. You mean conjure them from the dead? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Let's we're talk doing, to we're them. Not do that. Let's see what they have to say. That's All you have what to do I want to know. Writings. You don't have to conjure them up, just read them. Just read them. So Tucker interviewed Putin. Yeah. And we, and we, we aired that. We aired that. Did we talk about it? We did last we week. We did. Yes. So Tucker's hanging out there and he's making videos. In Russia. He went to a Russian McDonald's. Yes. 
He went to a Russian grocery store. But um, people are upset. Mm-hmm. They're upset because he's comparing the subway's prettier. Okay. The Putin banned GMOs. And Mike Cernovich says, the question isn't whether Russia is better or more free than the United States. The comparison must be made with Ukraine, which canceled elections, banned the Orthodox Christian Church from being for being subversive, and tortured and killed an American for making fun of them. That's true. So if you go to the next one, Tucker Carlson is going through the grocery, and then he's shocked to see how much they cost. This is actually um, sad when you when you see this. The groceries that we the the, the prices that we pay. For groceries, the the case that Tucker's about to make here is that it doesn't have to cost. What's what is going on? What is happening? If they can, buy, if he can buy all these groceries for this amount of money, what is happening here in the United States? I went from amused to legitimately angry. Um, so we were guessing what this would cost. Everybody here's from the United States buys groceries, and we didn't pay any attention to costs as we were just putting in the cart what we would actually eat over a week. And we all came in around 400 bucks, about 400 bucks. Um, it was $104 US here. And that's when you start to realize that ideology maybe doesn't matter as much as you thought, corruption. If you take people's standard of living and you tank it through filth mm-hmm. and crime and inflation, and they literally can't buy the groceries they want, at that point, maybe it matters less what you say or whether you're a good person or a bad person. You're wrecking people's lives in their country, and that's what our yeah. leaders have done to us. And coming to a Russian grocery store, the heart of evil, and seeing what things cost and how people live, it will radicalize you against our leaders. That's how I feel anyway, radicalized. We're not making any of this up, by the way, at all. Hmm. Oh, man. There was a longer clip of that. Um, Michelle, if you go to my profile, here he is. This is just funny to me. He is reviewing the Moscow McDonald's. Now, we've been we've to actually, a Moscow McDonald's. We have in 1995. It's amazing. Their french fries were no good. I was five years old. Their pop had no ice. Right. No ice in the it's whole country. So you only get the ice in the winter. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if you want it. They sold Coke on the street, but no ice. No right. ice at all. It was hilarious to me. Oops. There. So, but he enjoyed the sandwiches, and I, I just find this hilarious. Now, remember, Good in this way. These McDonald's left for the sanctions. It's a new. They, they, they've they, sta- they, stolen the name. Because the all, these, all these companies had to leave because of sanctions. So they just kept them going. I this love is just it, funny. actually. What are you going to do? <laughs> I ordered, um, I'm embarrassed, I ordered a cheeseburger, two che- I ordered two cheeseburgers, large Coke, large fries, and a chocolate cake. We're back in the van, we've, we've just come back from the Ursatz Moscow McDonald's, tasty, that's it. And first the price, okay? Now I'll admit, I have not been to a fast food place in quite some time trying to preserve my girlish figure. Also doesn't make me feel good, and I'm 54, so you probably shouldn't be eating that crap. But um, so I'm not exactly current on the prices, but here's what it cost in Moscow: 647 rubles. So that is exactly seven dollars, seven dollars and five cents. Hang I think. on, wait, what? And for that, we got two cheeseburgers, what? large fries, uh, like large cola, Coke knockoff, 
and a piece of chocolate cake. For seven bucks? <laughs> Just couldn't resist. Yeah. Is that healthy? No. I should say Putin banned GMO foods in Russia four years ago. Um, but which they is make interesting. One I didn't ask about that. I probably should have. Uh, but so maybe we're in a little better shape. I'm not sure. Anyway, here's what we have for that. Let's first go to the fries. McDonald's most famous product, the fries. All right. These are tasty. That's it. Siberian owned Russian fries. Okay. Everybody knows what a McDonald's French fry tastes like, so it's not going to be hard to assess. Okay. Well, that's excellent. Totally the same. Um, we just walked all the way a block in the snow back to the truck with these things, and they're still good. Okay. Fries are a winner. Now, I got recognizable foods. Like, every American has had a McDonald's cheeseburger. Literally. Okay. That's your vegan. That's a Siberian cheeseburger in the husk of a McDonald's outlet. All right? Looks very now, much. Now, as in America, I'm not going to open it up to see what's inside because, like, you don't really want to know. I'm just going to eat it. All right? All right. Ready? Okay. Oh. Excellent. <laughs> exactly the same. <laughs> My first thought is I should be not eating this shit. But I like it, and I think they have those little chopped onions like they do in the United States. All right, I'm going to finish that off camera because it's disgusting to watch a man eat. But before I stop, I'm going to go right to dessert. I'm not going to eat it. I'm just going to show you what... Tasty, that's it, serves in Moscow. Okay. A piece of chocolate cake. Interesting. Ah, and I'm not gonna that. I'm not gonna eat this in front of you either because that would be super degrading and I'm not going there, even for my love of the internet. But I am gonna sniff it, which will give me some sense of its flavor, and then off camera I'll assess and let you know. And that smells great. It smells great. So look, I'm not saying one's better than the other. I'm just trying to let you know. Okay, so would life no, 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 y'all wait, I'll give you some history. The first McDonald's opened in Russia in 1990, so... Five we, years before we, we got there. Yeah, interestingly enough, Tucker's father, who worked for the U.S. government, was there to witness the first McDonald's opened there in Russia. This was considered a real triumph of the West in its defeat over communism. In 2022, all McDonald's closed. What happened? They never closed. McDonald's sold its Russian restaurants to a Russian-Siberian businessman named Alexander Gover for an undisclosed sum. The restaurant reopened under the new name Tasty That's It. Tucker purchased this food from Tasty. That's it. So he had oh gosh, two cheeseburgers, large fries, a large cola, and a piece of chocolate cake, and it was seven bucks. Seven bucks. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so listen. We've had this conversation. Hmm. We don't like to... T nobody likes to talk about it. Leah doesn't like to talk about it. I grew up on McDonald's. Okay? Mm -hmm. Like, I, it's, it's warm fuzzies for me. Warm when I fuzzies. started eating McDonald's, though... There wasn't any human or lab-grown flesh in their burgers. Yeah, I don't okay. think the French fries had 17 ingredients either. The and I don't French think fries did not have GMOs 17 ingredients. I bet they had four. Yeah. Okay. Salt, oil, potato, mm -hmm. and a, some sort of preservative mm -hmm. or MSG. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now there's a whole host of other things in their French fries. Mm -hmm. Their milkshakes used to be real milkshakes. Now you, it's you're literally eating a milk-like substance chemical. Okay. And the same thing with their ice cream. It's not, it's there's all, no dairy. It's, I'm it's sure it's a dairy free -like ice cream. Food, but it's I don't not know that for a food. fact, but it's, it feels like it's dairy free. Okay. That being said, whatever cocaine or crack or scent that they put in everything, including their coffee, mm -hmm. okay, 
makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside yeah. to this day. Mm -hmm. I can just smell the inside of a McDonald's and yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. Okay. So it's only been very recently yeah. that I'm like, I can't eat this now mm -hmm. because I don't want to eat human flesh. Mm -hmm. Like I won't. I will not become a cannibal. And I also don't want to eat lab grown meat. Right. So there's a lot of things that I will eat. Like mm -hmm. the stuff that goes in a hot dog, people are really upset about mm -hmm. what goes in a hot dog. Like, oh my gosh, you don't know what kind of meat. Okay, fine. They put, I don't care. I don't care if they put animal testicles in there. Like it's it's food. It came from the animal. Like that kind of stuff ground up and stuff. That doesn't make me ill like it makes other people ill. It's like, okay, fine, whatever. When you start growing the meat or I'm, I don't know that they don't put human flesh in there. They may put horse meat in there. They're like legitimately. Okay, so I draw the line at those things. I, and I don't want to draw eat the that. line more at the like ammonia products they used to make the pink slime. Yeah, that kind of craziness. So my point is, watching Tucker go and enjoy a McDonald's, like I kind of wonder do do you think that they're now making better McDonald's there? I I, I assume so. Uh, I want to bring up this video next because this woman here, she dehydrates all her spices. But what's interesting about it is she keeps the skins on them. And she says that and when you turn it into powder, then you don't even notice it. Mm. So she makes her own onion powder, garlic powder, and ginger powder, and she doesn't skin any of them. Remember I saw the other day about the onions? Yeah. That you don't have to, because essentially, if you think about it, mm -hmm. the skin of an onion is just a dried uh -huh. out version of the onion. Yeah. Right. So this doesn't surprise me at all. And I find it fascinating. And I'm excited about this. This is going to change everything for us. Make them yourself. It's really super simple. And I'm going to show you how, because I'm out and I need to restock. So I don't bother cutting the skins or the bottoms off of any of my vegetables when I'm doing this. The onions, the garlic, and the ginger have skins and bottoms and everything on there. I just give them a quick wash. I chop them up and I spread them out on my dehydrator trays. And in the, uh, the outcome is you can't even tell that those things are on there. These are the trays from an Excalibur dehydrator, which I know can be pricey. Um, so on my Amazon storefront, I do have other dehydrators there that you guys can check out if you're interested. I also often use my oven, which has a dehydrator setting. It also has a bread proof setting. And when I was in the market for a new oven a while back, I made sure that I bought one that had those features because it's a game changer in the kitchen to have that right there and be able to use it. So just a little bit of FYI, you can look for that as well. So I'm taking the centers out of these garlics because they are hard neck garlics and I don't want that center in there, but leaving the skins and all of the bottoms on grinding them up and spreading them out on my dehydrator trays. Like I said, the outcome of this is you can't even tell that any of that was on there and it bulks it up and gives it extra nutrition too because there's just extra nutrition in the skins. I ended up with three trays of yellow, four trays of red, one tray of ginger and one tray of garlic. So I'm going to do this on the vegetable setting at 125 degrees and I did it for about 30 hours. That's how long it took for this stuff to dehydrate and be nice and dry. You want it to be totally bone dry, you guys, or it's not going to grind up properly. And I'm just using my Versa blender. If you guys are blessed and you have um, a Vitamix, lucky you, any blender will blend this stuff up. Um, but I do also recommend the Versa. I've had this for years and I absolutely love it. 
The powders are nice and fine and so fragrant, you guys. It's beautiful. The flavor on this stuff is just a good tip. You know, that was really fun commercial break. Yeah, fun commercial break. All right, so uh, we'll probably say goodbye to Facebook because we move on to some stuff like uh, vaccines and immigrants, and we never know what they're going to say about that. So uh, we never know what we're going to say about it. Even though uh, some of these clips are from our government, from the we're we're here from the government. We're here to help. But before we leave Facebook, join us um, next Saturday with Pastor Devonese. So yes, um, I don't even know if I have that flyer i don't have that flyer on this computer um but you can oh yes hang on let's go to resistancechicks.com i'm ready wait for it all right little tip on resistancechicks.com let's go ahead and go to the website um the banner in the upper right hand corner will always take you to the show and event calendar okay so whatever event we have that's you know that i'm promoting the most i'll put up in that corner um the April 8th event will probably go up in this corner sh- soon, but right now it's old school survival bootcamp. So click on that when you get, go to resistancechicks.com. So the calendar is there. The show calendar is right there. So this is the event with Pastor Devonese, um, co-creating with heaven this coming Saturday. If you guys live anywhere near Dayton, Ohio, and you want to come for a class on the basics of homesteading and prepping, I would highly encourage you guys to come. Um, I don't think Give me to till tonight. I'm not sure if I put on here the link to the Eventbrite um, to be able to register. Okay. I'm sorry if I didn't do that. I, that's a she gave it to me and it's that's a fail. So yeah, no, I haven't put that there yet. Um, I will put the Eventbrite link there later tonight after we after the show posts. Um, but if you want to come and join us, we would love to have you. Absolutely. We just saw Pastor Devonese. I don't even care if you need anything for gardening and prepping. Maybe you just want to come and hang out with Pastor Devonese because she's super that awesome. Um, love it. But also while I'm here, um, let's remind you guys. So the April 8th event is growing. I will, will be making a flyer for that this coming week. I think the reason why the Lord had me wait on making a flyer is because we are now partnering super cool with, uh, Robert Ag from banners for freedom. It may take, it may take a, a little bit to get that. Well, I know we only have a month. Of, um, pastor Rod Parker. And um, D- Lieutenant Colonel Doc Pete Chambers, they are literally going to be down. If you're looking at the the, the screen right now in the lower left hand corner of the 2024 solar Where eclipse, it starts an Eagle Pass. Eagle Pass. So they're going to be doing probably at the same a revival, probably, probably at the exact same place that they were at before. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're going to do it again, but the, with the emphasis on revival, and it'll be a um, parallel event, which is so cool. Like, I'm really, really excited about this. Scott mm-hmm. Kesterson is excited about this. He had a phone call with Rod Parker today. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely keep that on your calendar. April 8th, either if you live in Texas, you'll be able, or live in the Southwest, mm-hmm. you now have another place to go. Because I know there are a lot of you guys are on the West Coast going, I would love to come to your April 8th event, but I don't have the ability to make it to, to the Ohio. east coast so to have an event going on the west coast and that's not really the west coast but like you know what i mean down south um it just makes it a lot easier so a parallel event i absolutely love 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 that that is happening so really excited about that um and then also of course i had you cl- i clicked on the old school survival boot camp banner there may 17th through the 19th it is the largest homesteading and prepping meet in the Midwest. There's 150 plus 
classes on anything and everything that you can possibly imagine in that category, in bushcrafting, all like the whole survival, you name it, it's there, mm -hmm. right? So I want to encourage you guys, you can use promo code RCHICKS and you'll save 35%. If you do want to attend though, at the end of this month, tickets go up by $10. So get your tickets now and especially for being able to reserve campsites. So, All right, so goodbye Facebook and let's go to New York. This New Yorker is going off about in uh, New York City migrants. She says they're not legal. They need to pay taxes. There's no laws uh, against illegal migrants committing crimes. It's lawless, she says. Did I grab this link already? Oh, I did. Okay, great. Wait, let me go back to it. I had it up. Let's make this big. And we're in crimes. So, again, if not legal. If they were legal, they need to pay taxes. What do you think is going to happen with the migrant crisis here in New York City? Uh, it's getting bad because they're also next to my house and they piss on my door. I could tell that they're gang lords. I mean, they're tattooed up to head to toe. The people pissing on my door, they're tattooed up head to toe. And they're not, there's no law against illegal mi migrants committing crimes. So again, it's lawlessness, non-payment of taxes, siphoning all our money to their native countries. And it's just killing our economy. Eric Adams just said he's going to get 4,000 migrants jobs. That means 4,000 civilians have less jobs. It's just not fair to Americans. It's getting scary. Right now, you know, people in the Bronx are getting attacked. People Upper East Side, two of them just got attacked. And it's illegal to buy mace. It's illegal to protect yourself. Not legal. If they were legal, they need yeah, to pay tax. They're not legal. And you can't, even you can't even protect yourself. Now, this one is kind of funny to me, but it's not funny. So these giant homes that butt up against the woods uh, are being attacked and robbed in broad daylight between five and nine. Homes here in the gated community at the Country Club of Detroit in Gross Point Farms. The organized burglary teams hitting here over the last weekend. And if a home backs up to trees or woods, it becomes a target. Thieves hiding there until they see their chance. Oakland County Sheriff Michael Bouchard first sounded the alarm in September after huge homes in Bloomfield Township were hit, then homes on private drives in Birmingham. The losses were in the millions. In our area, they are targeting jewelry, precious metals, high and items such as purses, um, electronics, uh, currency, high-end watches, and if there's a safe that's not attached or they can either break into on scene or carry, they'll do that. Now remember, a team was arrested and charged in Bloomfield Township with a string of car break-ins and some burglaries. But tonight, sources continue to point to what the sheriff pointed to at the very start, that other organized teams out of South America have been hitting high-end homes out west and now have made their home right here. Typically in our area, it's between 5 and 9 p.m. Uh, preferred targets on a lot of these across the country are homes that are isolated. Mm. They back up to wooded areas, trails, is, golf. They said that these organized teams were have been were organized in the west of America, and now they're moving east to Detroit, Michigan, and they're coming from. You notice a new trend. Recently, they have been busting groups that are stealing large quantities of merchandise, and they say the suspects are in the country illegally. The latest theft unfolded at this Alta on February 1st. We've obtained video from inside the store that shows two men walk inside, both with distinct white patches hanging from their back pockets. Two males come in. Police say they helped steal $2,000 worth of merchandise. 
They were identified as Albert, Terralba Jordan, and Caviar Gilarte Campos, both from Venezuela, and police say both entered the U.S. illegally. They're taking advantage of, you know, coming to the United States and committing these crimes and uh, being able to disappear to some degree. Okay. West Whiteland Police go. Detective Scott Pizik has noticed a trend in recent months. He's identified at least three of these groups where the suspect. So several groups now. You'll see why. Look at these numbers. So this two, from t 2024 so far, you guys, we're just a month in. A, mil mm. a million. No. In 2023, there were three million. So if this is a million a month, you're going to be at 12 million. 2022 was 22,700,000. When Donald Trump was president, it's 300,000. No. 300,000. Look at those numbers. All right. Now we had an illegal migrant immigrant from El Salvador who shot up Joel Osteen's church this week. Shot up the church. Sarah Gonzalez from The Blaze has information that she also voted as an illegal immigrant in the 2020 election. Oh, wow. And then on her weapon, it said Free Palestine. Yeah, so she's an LGBTQ Texas uh, uh, person. The shooter was a migrant from El Salvador. She has a long history dating back to 2005. She was also a Bernie supporter, had a Free Palestine sticker on her gun, and identified as transgender. Noticed how quickly this story got buried. This is exclusive information uh, that was given to me that when you go and search voting records, if she in fact was from El Salvador, why does she have a voting record? Why is she listed as voting in the 2020 election? And if we could go to that other uh, picture there, yes, there is her voting record. Janess Moreno. I won't show you the address, but it's there. And she's voted in the 2020 election, but we've already seen that she's from El Salvador. And we've already seen her extensive rap sheet. So how in the world would she have voted in the 2020 general election? Huh, I think Harris County might have some explaining to do. This is exclusive information uh, right. that was... This is, Joel, uh, this is Joel Osteen at the press conference. I know that he likes to keep things smiling, but this is... I don't think this is the time for that. You know, we're, we're going to stay strong. We're going to continue to move forward. And There are forces of evil, but the, the forces that are for us, the forces of God are stronger than that. So we're going to keep going strong and just... Uh, you know, doing what God's called us to do, lift people up and give hope to the world. Again, I want to thank all these gentlemen because, you know, I can only imagine if it would have happened during the 11 o'clock service. We were in between services going into the Spanish service. So, you know, if, you know, if there's anything good of it, you know what, they're, they, 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 she didn't get in there and do a whole lot worse damage. So we thank God for that. He's watching over all of us. And as the chief says, we're going to keep going strong. and bringing hope to the world but thank you again Jim. Well, he's great here he's got a lot of botox looks like a little plastic surgery and i don't even want to bother bringing up what, what his house looks like guys i can't stand that guy i truly cannot stand him i i cannot but my prayers go to the those the families that um were, well okay so she had a child this. with her mm -hmm. okay 
And uh, th- this and entire identified, quote unquote is trans looked her her mug shot looks incredibly um, drugged out. Mm-hmm. This I don't have a theory, but I, I will say this. This smells fishy. Colorado spring shooter, non-binary Nashville school shooter, trans Aberdeen shooter, trans Denver school shooter, trans Iowa school shooter, trans Lakewood school shooter, trans. Church shooter. Yeah. So they all have a, at least one common denominator. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're going to, this is, this, this is not going to bode well for mm-hmm. the left anti-gun movement. Mm-hmm. Because if every single time a shooting happens, it's a transgender or an LGBTQ advocate or whatever, mm-hmm. then they can't fly with this story. Mm-hmm. Even if there was no such thing as, um, you know, a false flag, meaning it was preplanned or she was mm-hmm. conditioned or MK Ultra or anything like that. Even if none of that was part of this. Mm-hmm. At the very minimum, these people are mentally unstable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I don't want to bring up this ad from the the NFL, the Super Bowl. It was woke. There were some woke people who put an ad together of Jesus washing the feet of all different kinds of people, which isn't of itself a problem, but he was washing the feet of the, of transgenders and in front of an abortion clinic. And remember Jesus. And I put this up. I I took this from Cindy Coates who took this from Sean Foyt. Foyt. I can never say his name. Right. And it's talking about Jesus foot washing. Mm hmm. And if you're going to invoke a Bible passage, please, please. Keep it in context. Please keep it in context. Exactly. So this is what we said here. And we posted this. I got a lot going on here, don't I? Look at y'all be following us on Facebook. A lot going on there. We do. We do. Keep going. Pass that. Pass that. Wait. No, it should know you passed. There okay. it is. Okay. Jesus didn't wash the Pharisees' feet. Jesus didn't wash the Sadducees' feet. Jesus didn't wash the feet of the Sanhedrin. He didn't wash the feet of the demoniac. Mm. He didn't wash uh, of uh, Gadara. He didn't wash the feet of Herod. He didn't wash the feet of his mother. He didn't wash the feet of his earthly father. Jesus washed the feet of his disciples. Foot washing is not Christ honoring the ways of man. It's how Christ honored and served those who had surrendered to his love and were dedicated to following him in his teaching. That's really powerful. I also want to play this ad somebody put together on various Christians kind of playing on that. Uh, this was not a Super Bowl ad, but if it, it should have been how Jesus takes takes you and transforms you. Former witch. Dawkins, former right-hand man. Don't ask me former jihadist. what you know is true. We can live. 
love that. I love that. Love it. So I want to join uh, Lila Rose here with an exorcist talking about the religious aspect of abortion. Mm. How it's a ritual. That's good. A satanic ritual. And, you know, you can I, I think you can extrapolate from this even more the stopping up of even having children. Mm-hmm. Right. It's hang on. We're rewind you here. We got you, buddy. All over it, Lila. They're all over it. So I have a I have a couple things to say about that. One, just about abortion. You know, abortion is the sacrament of the diabolical underworld. What it's, does that mean? It's like the the demon the demonic world loves abortion because this is like such an offense to God. And it's an innocent life sacrificed on the altar of human hedonic pleasure. And you see that in the really wicked corners of our political climate how people cling to that cause like a religion. (laughs) It's the sacrament of their false religion. And the way they speak about it is with that same kind of religious devotion, diabolical religious devotion. It's the sacrament of the demonic underworld. It's their only sacrament. They have to have it all over it. Well, they have to have it. It ends with that. Mm. They have to have it. And, And you know what? That makes so much sense because when you see people at pro abortion rallies or Mm -hmm. Uh, protesters at pro-life rallies Mm -hmm. or just even anytime you're having a conversation with Mm -hmm. these people it's unexplainable Mm -hmm. the insanity that comes from them yeah like they literally would lose their mind Mm -hmm. i would take it a step further it's not just that they have to have it it's unthinkable Mm -hmm. Without it. They also need to brainwash children. Now, there were two videos that came out today. One where we had an assistant principal, well, this week, explaining how he wanted to keep pornographic books for children in schools. This, I'm going to warn you, you've got kids, walk away. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this. This is this is one school board member. This is Alachua uh, Schools. How is that how you say that? Alachua Schools. I'm not sure. Um where exactly that, what state that's in, just voted to keep the pornographic book Melissa in their school library. Mm. The book teaches kids to hide their illicit browsing history from their parents Mm. and aims to confuse kids about their gender. Kate Abbott was the sole dissenting voice on the board, and she read from this book. Oh, wow. So if you have children in the room, Mm -hmm. they ought not press pause on the legs. But it was there bobbing in front of her. Yeah. Hey Rick, it looks like someone is finally starting to grow balls. This is in a kin- this is in a library for kindergarten through fifth grade. Okay. Nothing makes her more uncomfortable than when boys talked about what was in her underpants. Now, do most kids in elementary school have conversations with boys about what's in their underpants? George had been reading websites about transitioning since Scott taught her how to clear the web browser history on mom's computer. What she has between her legs was nobody's business but her and her boyfriend's. I would not want my child to go into a, a library and pick up that book and start reading that. That, that, has, that has no place in, in a library. I, I believe in parental rights. I, I'm going to tell you that I'm very offended by the way that Dr. Morrall has been treated. And, and so I'm going to vote not to keep in the library. And, and you know, I would not want my child, who's a second grader, a third grader, even a fourth grader, to be reading sexual passages in in a library book. Wow. They are trying to get your kids out of yeah. public school. 
Just get them out. Get them out now, mm-hmm. yesterday. And you know what? I'm going to take it a step further. Get them out of private mm-hmm. school. Get them at home. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because we can talk all day long about the things that are in the library mm-hmm. and the agenda of teachers and all of these things. Okay? Most of the things that were damaging to me were my peers. Mm. Okay. I can't fathom having children today mm-hmm. who have friends. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Okay. It's not enough just to have your kid in private school mm-hmm. because when I was a kid, our local Christian school, um, Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy, I had friends that, that went there. I have a, a family member that goes there right now. Mm-hmm. The things that these kids talk about, it's not any better in the mm-hmm. Christian schools. Right. So your kids are going to get infected regardless. I don't care how good the curriculum is. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the principal voted for Trump and put out a Trump flag. I don't care if you see these people at church speaking in tongues. That doesn't cover up for the fact that the other kids in that mm-hmm. school are, are, are molesting your child's mind. Mm-hmm. No, that's so true. But there is a little hope for this generation. Would you bring up this clip? Uh, This was from a Donald Trump rally. I don't know if it's a great thing for kids to be excited about Donald Trump. I remember when we, the last Trump rally we went to, I remember standing in line and we interviewed some younger people and they were, out and open with it. The, the last one that we did? The co- I know, but the college kids were they they only wore their Trump here at the Trump rally that they hid it from everyone else. Do you I remember know. that? Yeah, I do. South Carolina, Nikki can't get any love in South Carolina no, either. No, no. Why, why let me ask you, why are you guys MAGA? Why are you Trump? Why do you support Trump so much? Liberty and justice for all. Amen. That's what he's not getting. Is it crazy? Hey, Close say, the borders. Close the borders. Close the borders. Like the propaganda. We're here for the truth. That's it. Get Joe out of here. Get what you what you, out of here. What you gotta go. About CNN, MSNBC, all of the other country's gone that the next generation your generation isn't smart it, it, like is all all live cards all brain dead what do you tell them i'll tell you what there's a lot of propaganda going on there's only real people out here that understand the real media yeah we understand the truth we like people that are truthful so no They have to navigate a world, though, that is mm. so foreign yeah. to any of us. They can get their news, mm-hmm. but those those young men are bombarded every day by yeah. so many different forces. I'm I'm praying for revival and awakening. I got a couple more videos. This lady here was funny. She talked about God doing too much in the Old Testament. Do you guys think God does too much in the Old Testament? 
What do you mean does too much? Did, did God go too far? Oh, I get it. Okay. Did 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 he does he go too far? At the time, it was necessary. So I'm going to go with the no. He didn't go too far. That's my humble opinion. I tell you ever in your life that God was doing too much in the Old Testament, then people deserved it. I'm reading back Genesis again. Oh, my gosh. And Abraham and God is having a conversation. And God is like, yeah, so I'm about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham's like, don't you think that's a little harsh? And God was like, mm, no. And Abraham was like, but what if you find a few good people in the city? God said, if I find even 10 good people in that city, I'm not going to destroy it. So Lot is in the city and Lot is a part of the family of Abraham. So there's these two angels that come to Lot to save him from the city. And the angels come to, into Lot's house. Tell me why the, the men of the city go up into Lot's house and try to like, we want to have sex with the angels. With the angels? They become violent. They are horny. Listen, if I was God, I would have sprayed these people with raid like they was roaches. I'm sorry. Like, God, God was not doing too much about destroying it. They, they are crazy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, that's good. I enjoyed that. <laughs> That is good. All right, I got this next video here. This uh, minister, senior pastor of a Baptist church, they went to a Christian bookstore in a, in a country that's closed, probably China, mm -hmm. okay? And he explains why Joel Osteen books, probably John Piper books are allowed on the shelves. Oh, that's good. But man. there are certain other books that are not allowed on the shelves, and he tells you why. When I was in uh, a particular country in East Asia a few years ago, one of our missionaries took me to a a Christian bookstore in that particular closed country and he said I want you to look around and I want you to tell me what you notice about the books that are on on display here so I did I looked around I saw books by John Piper saw books by all, all kinds of people people that I that I knew I didn't see even any of my books sadly but, but I saw all kinds of books there was Christian discipleship friendship money there were all kinds of things he said my friend said what do you what do you not see here and I didn't get it but after a few minutes he said what you're not going to see here are books about the church. Mm. What you're going to see here are books about the church. And I said, why not? And he said, because the government of this country, this closed country, knows that if Christians are just individuals, they're not a threat. If Christians just care about their finances and their friends and their devotional life and their 30-day Bible reading and all the rest of it, they're not a threat. They become a threat when they organize. Mm. because their allegiance is to a different king. Wow. So think about that. Let that sink in for a minute. So your prosperity gospel, how you're going to get rich, how you're going to get your mansion, how you get your healing, how you get your deliverance, how you, 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 you. They are happy to have you read the books for you. That's good. But they don't want you to reach the books on how the church conquers, the church overcomes, the church is the governing force in the world. And so my question to the Christian authors is, have you written one book that wouldn't be allowed on those shelves? I know Corey's book probably wouldn't. It's about taking back dominion in the planet. Mm -hmm. Right? The Revelation Red Pill certainly wouldn't. No. We've no. already been Googled by China. Or, or, or we've already been canceled by Google, which is China. So I feel pretty good about myself. You know, we're already canceled all around the world. We are. It feels good, though. Does it? Blessed yeah. are you and you're persecuted for my name's sake. For yours is the kingdom of God. Mm. So, mm. I, yeah, I like being, I, you know, I, I like being blessed. So, 
I like the like what what are we looking for? I have this clip. Um, <coughs> pull this up. See if I can see if we can pull up an Instagrammy here. I don't know how to I think this will work. Should it's a link. It is a link. This has to go with that. And I'll come back. We'll come back to this one because I can do that easily. Um, I watched this this week and I was like, oh, man, this is so This is an older pastor Mm -hmm. kind of rebuking younger pastors. Just rebuking anybody that, oh, it says restricted Restricted. profile. Um, I'll just sum it up. Essentially, he says, in the Bible, the word of God is likened to a hammer. Oh, right. It's likened to a sword. Yeah. It's likened to fire. Yeah. And right, he right, says, right. and he says in such a fiery way, he's like, so when we are preaching the word of God, people are going to be crushed. They're going to be hammered. People should be crushed. They should be um, hammered. They should be pierced. And set and, on fire. And set on fire. And I absolutely loved that because I'm like, this is, we're not preaching that kind mm-hmm. of gospel anymore. Mm-hmm. We're preaching a mamsy pamsy. Here, I'll just put this in front of the microphone here. Pride in the word as a hammer. Hammer. The word is described in the word as a fire. As a fire. The word is described in the word as a sword. Sword. Is it not reasonable that if I have preached the word, there will be people who are hammered? Who, like the hard rock, are smashed to pieces? Is it not reasonable to suppose that if I have preached the word, there will be those who will feel pierced by the sword of the Spirit? Is it not reasonable to suppose that there are those who have been cold and without passion who are set on fire for Jesus Christ if I have preached the word? Mm. Is it sensible to think that I have preached the word and nobody has been smashed, nobody has been pierced, nobody has been ignited? think it much safer to suppose that when nothing of that sort happens you haven't preached the word bingo baby i'm telling you what there are so many people out there they think they're preaching the gospel you're preaching the gospel you can open up that bible and guess what the uh the the the, the devils themselves know how to quote the scripture they did it to jesus they can twist it around your mind till you just can't get back up again Mm. okay I know if somebody's preaching because people be crushed, people be pierced, people be set on fire for Jesus. Now, this guy here, he's a foul mouth. Is this going to have curse words in it? I don't think so. Not as many as some of the other ones. No, this one does not. But he apologizes for falling for the Charlottesville hoax. This is a big deal. <coughs> now... I was demonetized, as mom likes to say. Leah, it's just demons. Mm-hmm. Demonetized. I was demonetized on my YouTube channel. I was going to be professional. <laughs> I was getting somewhere. I was getting me Pepsi ads. Oh, my God. Beyonce was dancing in you front of my in video. You know what's in Pepsi? I'm just saying. It's I was nasty. Y'all didn't even have to donate. I was making me some money. Okay, off of ads, and they demonetized me because I told the truth. Again, I want y'all to know and remember, 
when we actually were like big. And I just want you to remember. So some of y'all don't. We're called Mass Phase 3. Here it comes. I'm going to keep reminding y'all, okay? I don't want the memory to die. I got to keep my own memory alive. You need to be a fan of the flame? Yes. Okay. We had a channel. Here it comes. It was a silly, simple channel. M A S F I I T H three. It was Michelle's initials, M A S, and my middle name, Faith, and three, because it was me, Mom, and Michelle. Mass Faith three. There's Mom right there. Where do we come Hi, up Mom. with that? It was silly. We you can't change it. So we already mm-hmm. had all these subscribers, and we couldn't change it. When we started our, um... do you know how many times they've heard this story? <coughs> Not everybody. For those of you, it's when like, we it's started like when our Grandpa resistance. tells the story for the hundred million. Hold time. on, did this mean something to the Charlottesville thing? Okay, I'm telling one more time for anybody. One listen. more time for everybody in the back. Okay, we started a resistance six channel because we had a homesteading channel because we didn't want to mix the politics and homesteading, but because of the algorithm, this is algorithm, baby. We have to take down the algorithm. We have to beat the algorithm. A man been trying to beat that algorithm. So people kept. Um, we put up. Um, videos on both channels to try to get the subscribers on the Resistance Chicks YouTube. Mm-hmm. And p- the video for Mass Bay 3 had more view- m- views per the channel, so that would go to the top. Now, I just want you all to know that you're watching a channel that at one time, if you put in something in the whole of Google-verse, come out on the first page and sometimes the first result and sometimes the first or second result on the YouTube of all the world. And Google itself. I'm just saying, man. So like Charlottesville, we covered we were Charlottesville. At the top, we which is covered why our video. it. And we got 165,000 views on our video exposing the fact that it was a setup. Mm-hmm. Boom, the next day, it got stuck there. It never got another view. We, 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 after that moment, we gained ten, like 9,000 subscribers at that point for three or four years. It three years. Every subscriber that we gained, they we lost away. one. It was a game. It was a game. It was a game. But you know what? We still got views and the Holy Spirit still moved and God's still moving. But, but we, we got demonetized <laughs> over the fine people hoax, right? Yeah. Not everybody remembers that. When you refer to the Charlottesville... Fine people. Don, Donald Trump said they were fine people is. on both sides, and they 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 hoped it was a setup. They 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 made up. I'm sure there were a couple guys that got got involved in that group. They wore white t-shirts. They slicked back the hair like the 1950s. Nobody wears their hair like that. Mm-hmm. They had their tiki torches. Torches. White supremacists. And they were, it was if a, you were going to dress up as a white supremacist for Halloween, up, and that's it what was they a rally. It was a Unite the Right rally in the South, at Charlottesville, right to Say, we don't want these monuments taken down. So someone was killed because they were driven over by a car. And this this young man was trying to flee the scene. Right. And so essentially what Trump was trying to say is there were good people on both sides of this event. There actually weren't good people on both sides. There weren't. The other side, they were bust in. They were. uh, So our friend Millie Weaver was there. And reporting live, <laughs> I think she got maced. I don't know if she got maced her, or her Gavin, Gavin got did. maced, her husband. Um, they were throwing bottles of urine and like water balloons of urine. And they were like macing people. And they were it was it was so vile mm-hmm. what they were doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she was reporting live. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so we were reporting on her reporting. Right. And so we got demonetized because of our reporting on and this. And I now, would just like come to, see, to find out. Like, can I get my my Michael over? Michael Rappaport says he was wrong and irresponsible. Right. Yeah. So let's listen to this. Because I, well, you've I will also acknowledge yeah. that you know that one thing about the Charlottesville that 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 I ranted about. Yes, and I was wrong about the both sides thing. Yeah, yeah, and, but, so and I respect so irresponsible, and I respect the shit out of Wait, let me campaign. let me hear him out. Hang on, yeah. go a little bit more. What do you mean by that? You were wrong on that. No, because he said the, the both sides. You know, there's good people on both sides, and when you see the full quote, yeah, yeah, it, that wasn't what what he said, and 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 you know. I, I ranted on him hard for that. Mm -hmm. Hard. There's some video about it, whatever. Yeah. I mean, I ranted hard because I was like, what are you talking about, man? Because you got played. And here's what the re this is why I think you're going to vote for Trump. Is because you, much like me, much like many people, independent thinkers, not the sheep, realize we kind of got played a little bit. Yes, Trump ain't exactly the smoothest character. He's not, He's not Jesus Christ. No. But he actually, his policies and who he has around him are way better than what's going on there. And here's my final point. You see what's going on with the border. You see yep. what's going on with the wokeness. You see what's going on with culture wars. And you see what's going on with actual wars. Yeah. Specifically, you see who the, the Democrats have exposed their hand, especially the progressive left. You see what's going on between Israel and Gaza. You have three starved David highs on your chest right now. Mm -hmm. And as someone who is a proud New Yorker your whole life, you see what the Democratic Party has turned into. This D-E-I-E-S-G, yep. woke manifestation of ridiculousness <laughs> intersectionality decolonialization you're looking at that and you say you know what as much as i can't stand big dick donald trump you said it at least he's fucking normal Oops. at least he doesn't want to turn my boy into at a least girl he's, well, at least he's normal well, yeah. yes you, yeah. at least his poly at least I he doesn't it. want to turn that's my boy it. into a yeah. girl that's yeah. it. And, and those are those those are where those guys are coming from i'm not even gonna, i'm not gonna play the kelsey thing Patriot Gallery says, she's still here. I had a channel called Created by Divine Design. It's still on that, on a social platform on wego.social forward slash channel too. But now, Patriot Gallery just goes live right here on Rumble on mm -hmm. Resistance Chicks. Yep, it's all one. I'm going to play this clip here. Even if This is uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. Even if the Ukraine war ends today, we will still have spent, we, oh no, we will still spend a half trillion there rebuilding the country. The contracts to rebuild it are even bigger than the war contracts. We talked about that. Mm. But listen to what he says uh, about what Mitch McConnell says, where are the money is going to. I, I tell you what, this is all a money-making scheme. Hang on, let me find. Close oh, that. You know, I had a dream about there him is. this week. Oh, yeah? Robert Kennedy Jr. was in one of my dreams. I've never well, we do about see them a lot in our... Yeah, I know, but it's still a little bit weird. I've never, <laughs> never dreamt about this man. Mm. How's he doing, by the way? I mean, I'm not really following him. Does anybody know? Um, I don't. I don't like as far as his what? race goes. You know, he's not gonna. He's an. He's running as an independent. So I know, but you know what? No it's way not, to tell. Here's the thing. He's I'm not, not that convinced that he doesn't have a shot, and here's why. They've got Joe Biden. He was. He was running as a Democrat originally. Yeah. So they don't have anyone. They mm -hmm. have nothing. Okay, unless they bring mm -hmm. in Michelle Obama, which is a theory. It is strange why those guys didn't say, you know, I'll vote for Robert. I know. Mm -hmm. Even if the Ukraine war ended today, we're still going to spend a half a trillion rebuilding the country. The contracts to rebuild are even bigger than the war contracts. So Mitch McConnell was asked, and 
in March, because the Republicans are supposed to be concerned about budget deficits. And he said, can we really afford $113 billion? He was at. He said, don't worry, it's not really going to Ukraine. It's going to U.S. military contractors, so it's good for our country. He just admitted exactly what we've all been saying, that it's all just a money laundering scheme. Arabian, General Dynamics, Boeing, and Lockheed. Who do you think owns every one of those countries? Okay, okay, you guys, that this is insanity. All right. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell saying, Don't worry, it's going to US military contractors. Well, where is the money coming from? It's not going back to the American people. Mm. They're lining their pockets with dead bodies. Come on. All right, so what's this, Leah? Uh, this is a line of Chinese migrants coming in. The Across States. the southern border? Yeah. Right. This is, yeah, the Chinese migrants coming in. Look at this. There's going to be catch, catch and release. Lots of money. These are well funded. They know they're well prepared. You mean they've got like they're dressed for the weather? Yeah, they're dressed for the weather. Separated by, by country of origin, which would be race. Yeah, that's crazy. All a bunch of racists. It's very interesting what's going on. You're not playing this. No, I do. I want you to see this. <laughs> your see EP, these. your e girls online. I know. Your girl that's like sending you messages on Facebook. Uh uh. Don't trust them. You don't trust them. Don't trust. Don't trust one of them. Everything is make it's all these Asian girls, which is so weird. Okay, they're all trying to make they're all trying to look like this anime. Right. Um, it's not natural for their eyes right. to be that big. And and spread apart. And spread in apart. In that color. Right. So check this out. So this make twenty thousand K in three hours as a live e girl gamer. Here's how here you go. Here we go. This is I want to do it this way. reminds me of Andrew Tate. Mm -hmm. So why train the guys to be a pimp? Cut out the middle. Like, just go do it yourself. <laughs> Get a little plastic prosthetic nose. Yep. And you can be, you know, making all that money. That's, you just freaked me out. I know. And you know what? This is why you can't trust anything on the internet. This is why I want you guys to all appreciate. This is why I appreciate my wrinkles. Real, baby. Because Not if I was doing it fake, fake I would do it better. I know. You know, we would do the fake eyelashes, which I can't wear because I don't like the idea of caterpillars on my eyeballs. I have put them on. Oh, it feels like caterpillars on your eyeballs. No, but like I do look better. 
Like I look, we should try it once and just see what happens. Like see if like anybody even I, notices I, it. But here's the thing. Like I do look in the mirror and like, wow. But then it's so fake. I can't do it. Like Leah, you wear makeup. That's because in my opinion. That's like wearing a wig on your eyes. My opinion. Makeup. Oh, you, did you do this one? We did this we one. We did that one. Okay. Makeup for the camera mm -hmm. makes me look like I normally do in real life. It close enough. Okay. Okay. I, I wear it so that it's not, my face does not look like death warmed over. And it doesn't always, but gotcha. it's, it's easier. It's just easier on the eyes. Let's just put it that way. But then there is the draw someone in. <laughs> right. And that is, and then I, I know all the girls on the, on the things, they're just shooting the Botox everywhere. Oh, no. You saw Joe Osteen, like he doesn't have much left. Mm -hmm. much well, Nancy left. Pelosi, as the eyebrows go up, what mm -hmm. they do is they start the uh, the forehead lift. Okay. Yeah. Then you're like, it, and it's your a lift and then they start... tuck it underneath of your hair. So then your eyebrows start coming and there's not much space between your eyebrows, eyebrows and, and your, your hairline. Yeah. And you start looking like a Vulcan. You know yep. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Your your forehead. You know you kind of <clears throat> have a big forehead though, so you have room. You could do it Thank without you. looking like a Vulcan for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm, I do. I could. And this is what is it, it cracks me up that people stop looking like themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. Burt Reynolds. You look at Burt. Re I mean, he died, but like you look at Burt Burt Reynolds of the mm -hmm. '60s versus right before he died. It's like you don't even look like the same human. All right, let's talk, like let's talk about let's talk about vaccines real quick before okay. we say goodbye. Now, there was a show called The Doctors. Mm -hmm. There's a woman. Her name is Rachel. You can bring her up if you want to bring her up. Dr. Rachel Ross. She's a black lady, and she she makes a point of it, so I'll make a point of it. And she makes an apology on vaccines because she was very, very pro-vaccine. Okay. I've ordered thousands of vaccines in my career as a physician. Until recently, I'd never considered vaccine injury as more than folklore. Oh, wow. Weeks ago... I never would have believed a story about vaccine injured triplets. So the past few weeks have been difficult. Mm. I have struggled to make sense of all that I have seen and learned. I met a mother of triplets the other weekend, a very attractive white woman with years added onto her face and her smile. She recalled to me the day her triplets were born. She and her then husband were ecstatic and she was able to carry them to 36 weeks at the time. Mom was so happy that they were inside of her so long, uh, long enough to mature and they were born perfectly healthy. <coughs> she says, I can relate. I just had a baby. I had very similar worries carrying my little princess. Mom's eyes drooped, though, as I gave her a hearty smile of excitement. The same day that her trip triplets were given their six-month checkup and vaccines was the same day that all three of her kids checked out. She said it was as if someone re replaced her children with new ones. They unlearned all they knew, oh, regressed and screamed for days. Mm. I stood there motionless and speechless. She didn't want my pity nor my tears. She just wanted me to know. And then she says, I'm a new mom. I'm a sister. I'm an aunt. And she's from a small town. And she talks about how her dad built up a practice in Gary, Indiana. And she talks about how she, she, um, we all took an oath at, uh, to do no harm. And to find out years later that what you've been doing uh, she says, throughout my tenure as a physician, I have watched while our academy has pushed certain medications that we find years later has been causing more harm than good. And that hurts. Mm. That's the end. There's not much more to that. OK, but it opened her eyes. 
And that's a good thing. I'm going to talk about uh, a little bit more from on vaccines here in a, qu- in a second. But I want breaking news. The Ida- Idaho House passes a bill to give pedophiles the death penalty. Woo! Come on! So we'll see how that works out. Let's go potato state. Let's go potato state. That's awesome. All right. So we've got the FDA director. Dr. Peter Marks says that they received an avalanche of adverse events reports after the COVID-19 vaccines were released. We tried to be prepared for that, but the avalanche of reports was tremendous. You know, this is this is coming out this week on Capitol Hill. Reports for COVID-19 vaccines total significantly higher than all other vaccines combined since 1990, uh, as 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 reported. Uh, this, surprising, this is a surprising figure. Dr. Marks was the government prepared for such an avalanche of reports to VAERS, and it kind of goes with what we just mentioned. So, Chair Wenstrup, thank you so much for that question, and I apologize about your name before. It shows when you're nervous, things can happen. Um, uh, but you're, the point is extremely well taken. We, we tried to be prepared for that. But the, the avalanche of reports was tremendous, and it, again, required retasking people on the fly uh, to, uh, I think, for, and I, I'll let my CDC colleagues speak to this, we, we had to usually staff up um, and had many meetings uh, working to increase our uh, ability to go through these reports. Um, as of February 2024, VAERS reports for COVID-19 vaccines Total significantly higher than all other vaccines combined since 1990, uh, as 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 reported. Uh, this surprising this is a surprising figure. Dr. Marks was the government prepared for such an avalanche of reports to VAERS, and kind of goes with what we just mentioned. So, Chair Wenstrup, thank you so much for that but question. It, yeah. and I apologize. <clears throat> they weren't prepared. They were not prepared. Uh, yeah. Well, I just. It's not even the reports of the adverse events. What's not being reported is the deaths mm. that are happening and and they're just flukes, mm. right? They're they're not being reported as an adverse event as much mm. as side effects, the deaths and and just like there's so many people that have died mm. from this thing. Mm. And that's not something that, like, when, you're, when your loved one dies, you're not really even thinking very clearly mm-hmm. enough to, to even <clears throat> follow up with something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. No, that's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. There's an, <clears throat> there were a couple more clips out of Capitol Hill on, on the vaccine where uh, the FDA director, uh, Peter Marks, there admits he accelerated the FDA approval. I'm not going to play it. I'm just going to tell you what it says. Uh, he accelerated the FDA approval of the Pfizer COVID vaccines. To meet mandate timelines. You know what? I should play it. You guys have to hear this. This is why the military, um, they, I'll hit the punchline so you understand. <clears throat> it was approved. This Dr. Marks here wanted it approved by the 20th. It was approved by August 23rd. The military mandate issued on the 24th. Oh my gosh. Wow. Dr. Marks, Pfizer submitted their full approval application on May 18th, 2021, correct? That's correct. And January 18th, 2022 was the original required action due date, correct? That's correct. And you worked with Dr. Philip Krauss and Dr. Marion Ruber on this, correct? 
Thank you. When Pfizer submitted the application, Dr. Krauss and Dr. Gruber oversaw the approval process. According to documents and testimony, they believe they could and should approve the vaccine faster than eight months. They proposed the end of October 2021. You, Dr. Marks, requested September 15, 2021. They, they hesitated but obliged. You, Dr. Marks, then said you wanted it approved even faster than September 15th, but they declined. According to them, after they declined, you and former FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock relieved them from the roles in the approval process. They said that they felt, quote, substantial pressure, unquote, from you to approve this vaccine faster than they thought was defensible. My question is, did anyone instruct you to speed up the approval timeline faster than September 15, 2021? Chair Comer, thank you for that question. I think it deserves an explanation, but what was going on during that <clears throat> summer that changed the situation was in the week ending July 10th of 2021, there were 1,645 uh, deaths. In the week ending right. uh, August 14th, there were 9,406 deaths. There were an increasing number of deaths from COVID-19, and there was clear knowledge that having an approved vaccine would help Americans feel more comfortable getting vaccinated. So, so we felt speeding up the vaccine we, approval if, process. If, if so it, so let, let me inter interrupt. Did, did anyone instruct you, or is this just a decision right. you made on your own? This was a decision that I had made on my own. So, so why were you pressuring the doctors and then removing them from the approval process when they disagreed? The approval process was one that was needed to move as rapidly as possible. Um, one of the physicians... Okay, let, let me... Let me uh, we may go back to that. Do, do you recall any conversa conversations regarding the need to approve the vaccines in order uh, for it to then be mandated? There was an acknowledgement that an approval could allow vaccine mandates to occur, but they were not conversations over that, that it were. So Dr. Gruber wrote that you and Dr. Woodcock expressed your opinion that absent a license, states cannot require mandatory vaccination. Do you recall this conversation? I, I don't know what you're what you're referring to, but um, I, I, there's probably uh, there's, it's just a statement of fact that once you have a licensed vaccine, uh, a mandate could be uh, placed. Do you, do you recall why Dr. Gruber and Dr. Krauss expressed concern about accelerating the approval of the vaccine? They were concerned about the workload. Okay, uh, Dr. Gruber wrote that taking a thorough approach was important because of increasing evidence of association of this vaccine and development of uh, myocarditis, especially in young men. Do you recall seeing safety signals regarding myocarditis in young men during this time? There, there were, yes, there were safety signals known and they were placed on the label. Did, but, did, but, but Chair Comer- Let, let, me, let me finish. Did, did you ever have any conversations regarding the vaccine approval with the Department of Defense? I can't recall any conversation directly with the Department of Defense. Did anyone else at FDA have conversations regarding the vaccine approval with Department of Defense? I, I can't speak to the conversation of others I'm just not aware of. So did you express your desire to approve the vaccine by August 20th? 
uh, I did. And it was ultimately approved on August 23rd, correct? Correct. And just for the record, the military mandate was issued on the 24th. And that is interesting timing. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> thank you, Mr. Chairman. And wow. I'm interesting timing there with the vaccine. But do you, would you like to combat some effects of the vaccine? Here it comes. Um, I would like you guys, you know, on Fridays, we normally are in Brighton, which tonight we aren't. So I'm going to put my own plug in because I just started taking something that I think is amazing. It's called Maca Root. And you can find this on the Brighton store. It's on sale right now at the Brighton store. Um, the sale ends today, so you might want to go over there. They had a Valentine's some. Day sale. I yeah. think it was probably still going. So my mom tells me about this mega maca maca root. So I order some, and you drink it. You can you can put it in your smoothies, or you can put it. Uh, a, a, I think the one the scoop that I had is a teaspoon. You can put it in in a cup and drink it like a coffee in the mm -hmm. morning. So what I've been doing. What did it taste like? Um, good. It's, it's slightly sweet and beneficial, but not like dirt like you'd expect. So mm -hmm. that's those are the bars. So you can show them the. Um, I'm still trying to find it on my in your history. Okay, just put in maca. Malekalika maca. That's maca, what I said maca, when it came. Yeah. Maca. Uh, so it's a root. <clears throat> it's a it's a root, and they say that you can you can exchange it for coffee. So I've been using a teaspoon, a little over a teaspoon of that, and a little bit of licorice powder, and it nothing. tastes really good. Are you in the Brighton store, or the Health Ranger? I'm on the Brighton store. There it is. Store. It's Hang on, self just, there we go. There you go. The groovy bee powder. All right, let's click on one of these. So I the benefits are amazing, and everybody should. Um, now, they're balance of hormones. So if you look it up. You might, you know, you're going to get balanced hormones, but you have increasing um, fertility, improving your mood, reducing your blood pressure, fighting free radicals. Dr. Axe has a video on damage. it. It's high in vitamin C, provides a variety of B vitamins. But what you're going to notice, I was looking at some comments on this Dr. Axe video because my mom showed me a Brighton video and I, I think it, I don't know if it's in my email or not. But if you have anxiety or panic attacks, take it. This wow. person says it's the only thing that helps me. I've been using it to manage my anxiety. I've been using maca root ever since my mono recovery and dealing with chronic fatigue. It's a game changer. I love maca. It tastes great and gives me some energy that lasts all day. Someone says they use it with coconut milk and coconut oil and strawberries and banana and goji berries. That sounds awesome. And somebody said it stopped uh, uh, the, the progression of their osteoporosis. And, and increased their bone density. Yeah. So I, I, I'm taking it because mom suggested it. I think, you know, balancing your hormones, getting you excited and giving you energy in the morning and just setting your mood and everything right. I think it's been great. Honestly, I love it. And I would like for you guys to, to try it and tell so me what you think. So if you go to the Brighton store, you can use promo code CHICKS. Mm -hmm. on the brighttownstore.com. Yeah. Um, and it'll save you 5% on your order, which it is super awesome. It looks like they awesome. also have chocolate bars, which are not on sale, and they're kind of expensive. But if you want to, hey, they've got uh, <coughs> maca chocolate bars there. Kind of expensive. So uh, Isaiah 4110 says, is the Brighton store different from the Health Rangers store? I think they're the same product. I'm not sure if our promo code works on the Health Rangers store or not. Just try it. And if it doesn't, go to the Brighton store. But they are literally... 
the exact same products. It's mm -hmm. the same page. It's just duplicated because what happened was there was Mike Adams and the Health Rangers store. Mm -hmm. And then when he jo joined with IMTV and Dr. Mm -hmm. Alan Keyes and they created Brighteon TV, mm -hmm. they created a Brighteon store so that you could say go to the Brighteon store. Mm -hmm. But it was literally a carbon copy. Yeah. Uh, so they sell the exact same products. Last video for the day, just a, a little health tip. Michelle, we're going to play this video, Moringa Trees, and then you're going to tell them why you take Moringa. I take Moringa every day, which you can also get from the Brighteon store, by the way. This is not a plug for that. Um, we're just playing this video because it's awesome. Um, but just FYI, you can get it from the So this the is Brighteon Lynette's store. garden, Lynette Zhang's garden and her gardener. And they grow it. She's in Arizona, and they can grow it year-round, and it grows, I believe, like a tree. She's always talking about moringa. Farm manager, and we're talking today about the moringa tree right here. It's also called the miracle tree. It's not a tree in fact. It's actually in the brassica family, so it's in the mustard family, which means that every single part of this tree is edible. That's amazing. The bark, the wood, the flowers, the leaves, uh, but the prized is actually the beans. So I'm about ready to harvest these and take them into Chef, and he will be preparing them. They have a wonderful texture and flavor of asparagus, but grow in abundance. You don't have to wait two years for them. It's also called the miracle tree because it grows in drought tolerant areas. Just when you think it's dead and it gets a little bit of water, it comes right back to life. The other third reason why it's called the miracle tree is the plant is extremely nutritious. It's high in potassium and calcium and has anti-inflammatory properties to it. So it is a great health booster to have you can dry the leaves and turn it into a powder and put it in your smoothie, and it is a superfood. So if you're looking to be sustainable, this is definitely a tree that you want to plant and uh, propagate and have in your garden to help uh, with all of those seasonal allergies and flus that we get. This is gonna help reduce the inflammation and is a great it crop to add to your own farm. Yeah, we, we're growing lemons and limes, man. <laughs> Yeah, just, I don't know how it would grow inside. We could try growing it inside. Let's do it. All right. We grow well, ginger. We want you guys. Now, I have no idea why Lynette split off. She's doing her own thing away from ITM. Mm -hmm. We are still with ITM because Lynette does not have another gold and silver place for you to go well, yet. Not only that, but we we weren't with ITM just because of Lynette. We were right. with ITM because, the, and they're still doing the Wealth Shield. They are doing the Wealth Because they shield. understand exactly they how to walk you through <clears throat> what do you want to do. Yeah. They have 27 years of experience. Mm -hmm. Yes. Of helping people. Yeah. You've got a 401k. You've got a retirement. Yeah. Anything that you have, they are there to help There's, walk you through. They're, they're, they're there going to answer to be, your questions. Yeah, so I want you guys to go to ITM Trading, give them a call, all right? Give them a call, give them a call. Shields are made of metal, metal. that always says. Yes, okay. shields are made of metal. And <clears throat> ITM and uh, Lynette will always be together in my my book, and I think that they will. Yeah. Uh, she's still friends with everybody over there. So she's just doing something different, launching, we're, we're seeing it, obviously, she's doing more gardening things. Mm -hmm. I love and it. Yeah. I, I can understand, if your vision is more towards prepping, mm -hmm. And you want to get people on the gold and silver, but you want to focus a little bit more on prepping and things. Mm -hmm. I get, the, I get, I can get the the the, the pool, but I yeah. want you guys to understand that um, we still the, the banks are 
not a place to put your money. Yeah. Retirement accounts are not, not a good place to put your money. Put them into gold and silver and give ITM Trading a call and uh, have them help you figure out how to pull yourself out of the clutches. one 950 It's that simple. Or you can go to learn.itmtrading.com forward slash resistance chicks. Mm-hmm. Or just call them or go on their website and tell them that the resistance chicks sent you. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, there is... A very short window of time, if you are sitting mm-hmm. in cash or retirement or stocks or bonds, right. it's a very, very short period of time mm-hmm. with which you have to get out yeah. of that, to preserve that. Yeah, Lynette's got a new vi- video, uh, uh, NYCB Bank underwater after recent losses and the banks continue, the big banks continue to fail. The big banks continue to fail. They do. They continue to fail. And w- one day we're going to come on here and it's going to be like, okay, it happened. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm not. That, that's not pie in the sky. Like that's literally mm-hmm. right. going to happen. Right. So are you ready? And and here's the deal. This is what mm-hmm. I always tell you guys. I, I get it from you guys so many times, Michelle. I don't have any money to buy gold and silver. That's fine. It's a heart change. Mm-hmm. You've got to change your heart on yeah. this. And st- because if you're honoring God with your heart on it, mm-hmm. then He will honor you. Yeah. That's all that it boils down to. Yeah. Okay. So I want you guys to be prepared. Um, It's Friday. This past week, we did a revival on Saturday Mm -hmm. that was out of this world. I understand that the actual live stream didn't, wasn't able to convey that because when you're doing ministry, you're not operating a camera. Right. Okay. So I'm sorry. And we are not the showmans. There are people like Benny Hinn and others that do miracles and do prayers and do revivals for show. And they bring everybody up and they've got the microphone. It's like, first of all, no. Okay. But we have talked about ways we can do it in the future and, and incorporate bringing people to tell their testimonies. Because when you hear a testimony. It's very encouraging. It's so we're going to change contagious. things up moving forward. Um, but there is some things to watch from that, which were awesome. So I want to encourage you guys. You mean there were, there are, there are. There are some things to watch. There were some videos worth watching. And Patriot Gallery condensed them all into like an hour and 17 minutes. Okay, that you guys can watch. So amazing there. Page, speaking of Patriot Gallery, she's actually put just out phenomenal watched Mom's videos video this week. on it. Mom, Mom, Mom's video this week, she kind of condensed it onto one video. I know, that's and what she I said. She did a really good video. Yeah, that's it's I an watched, hour and 15 minutes. And I watched long. myself back on my mom's video. Oh, well, that's great. So Patriot Gallery's done some Valentine's Day video. Um, she's done a video on Lynette Zhang's new channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can watch that, mm-hmm. um, unless that's just a replay of Lynette doing a video, which I'm not quite sure of. No, that's looks okay. Like mom. Uh, we interviewed Charlita Bassett and oh my gosh, if you haven't seen that video, it's fire. You are missing out. You're missing okay? out. Okay. Charlita Bassett is running for s- federal Senate, like the U S Senate, I mm-hmm. guess is the way it said for the state of California. Mm-hmm. She is bringing deliverance to California. I can't imagine anything better. Mm. That video was absolute fire. And so I want to encourage you guys to go back and watch that. Patriot mm. Gallery did a video called God Says the Storm is About to Hit, the month of, D- of Adar, Purim, and Prophecy. Um, and then also she uh, she did a um, <clears throat> another one. Where? It's going back a minute. Wow. We've got a lot. We've got a lot on our Rumble channel. I hope you guys are keeping, keeping up. Um the fundamental roots of the Bill of Rights to activate their power. 
These are videos that you may have missed. So I want to encourage you guys to go check these out. Um, she does them live and then she edits them and puts them up in like parts one and parts two. Uh, we live stream Vladimir Putin. And Scott Kesterson gives commentary on that in the front and the back. It's really good. We were on Pete Santilli a while ago. And they just finally uploaded it. So you can watch it. That is also on our Rumble channel. And then this week's Revelation Red Pill, Leah, was so good about the book of Revelation being God's love letter. And the yeah. amount of scripture, the amount of enthusiasm. At the end, you got like yeah. prophetic words. You were absolutely on fire. Mm-hmm. One of the, the the best Revelation Red Pills that I've seen in a long time. I've seen. I was there. Uh, that we've been a part of. Phenomenal episode. This coming Sunday, we are going to be doing our world news program, Mm. like always, probably at 1.55 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And then on um, Wednesday of next week, we're going to have Jeremy Sladen on. Jeremy Uh, Sladen's video on Revelation Red Pill content that he did this past week made its way to Stu Peters. And Stu Peters says, I want to have you on. Mm -hmm. Let's I want you to tell my audience Mm -hmm. about this. And so we're going to have Jeremy Sladen on for Revelation Red Pill episode 49. So very, very excited about that. Do not miss that coming up this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that's all that we have. That's all that we wrote. So speaking of Lynette Zhang, let's see what Lynette has to say about gold and silver. We will see you next time. Remember, it's not just a conspiracy theory. If it's actually the truth, we love you. God loves you. God bless. And um, wait for it. I'm going to have to just download this so I have to stop. I can stop dealing with this. Guys, God is moving in such a mighty, powerful way. Open up your Founder's Bible. Open mm-hmm. up your Bible and just have an intimate relationship with him because yeah. that is the best way. We're talking about gold and silver. We're talking about all this stuff. Yeah. The best way to be prepared for what's coming is just get in the word and have an intimate relationship yes. with Jesus Christ. All right. We'll see you guys next time. God bless. Talk about the failure of the doll. I'm Lynette Zhang, Chief Market Analyst at ITM Trading, a student, a banker, and a stockbroker. After all, the dollar's been around since you were born. The fact that according to the Federal Reserve, there is only three cents of purchasing power left in the U.S. dollar. The FDIC only has a little more than one penny in reserve for every insured dollar in the FDIC insured banks. The money of the U.S. began to transition in 1913. Governments and corporations had two key goals. Number one, governments wanted to be able to tax the public invisibly and without legislation. And number two, corporations wanted to pay employees less, but they had to do it invisibly. Building inflation into the currency accomplishes both those goals. 20th of an ounce of gold coin, which is about half the size of my pinky fingernail, or this one ounce silver, or a dollar bill. All of them at that time would buy 11 loaves of bread. Either be a dollar, maybe it buys a quarter of a loaf. The silver dollar still buys you 11 loaves of bread. The $1 gold coin buys you, the last time I checked, about 135 loaves of bread.